You know, it's Halloween. I guess everyone's entitled to one good scare, huh? Don't you blame the movies! Movies don't create psychos! Movies make psychos for creating! Look at me, Damien! It's all for you! The blackest eyes. The devil's eyes. Look what you did to him! Death has come to your little town, Sheriff. Hey everyone, welcome back to the one, the only, the classic Rabbit Red podcast. I'm Simone. I'm Riley. Episode 32, second episode of the spooky season. Very exciting yeah. stuff. And uh, happy Thanksgiving to all the... Oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shut up. <laughs> it's turkey day here today. Yeah, it's, it's just weird. Why don't we all just celebrate on the same day? Why can't Thanksgiving be like Christmas? And we all just mutually agree on a day so we can all eat turkey the same day. Um, I don't know. I guess we celebrate Thanksgiving for different reasons in Canada and America. Yeah. So if we're going to call it the same thing, do it the same day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's funny how we only switch. We only switch Halloween and Thanksgiving. Christmas is the same day. So it's funny. Well, your Halloween's a different day. Well, no, but you guys do Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas. We do Thanksgiving, ah. Halloween, Christmas. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can't have two holidays in the same month. What the fuck's wrong with you? <laughs> I didn't. Well, I didn't <laughs> this is all your fault. You did this. <laughs> you. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, uh, you got any big plans for then for the Canada Thanksgiving? Turkey. Lots of turkey and an apple pie. Do you I say? Do you celebrate Thanksgiving the same way like Americans do, where it's get the whole family together, you know, travel miles and miles to eat a big family meal together? Um, yeah, it's the same thing. It's just not the same day. Yeah, but yeah, do we, you also get to watch the uh, Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade and Santa Claus is at the end? I think not. No, but I have watched it. When it's w- American Thanksgiving. I say, yeah, that would actually be pretty funny to watch in October. It's like, oh, yeah. Santa Claus. Now it's officially <laughs> the road to Christmas after we get past Halloween. Well, you go into some stores, you would think it already is Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so my mom uh, is a manager at a family dollar. And yeah, they got their Christmas stuff like a month ago, two months ago. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, just the holiday season. If you think about it, most of these like toy places and things like that, retail, they probably make half of their annual earnings during the holiday season. Huh. I would think. I would. Th- I mean, same with like, uh, you know, like gamer, like gaming companies. Like, I bet you Sony, a good chunk of their earnings comes from. The holiday season. That's why all these big consoles always drop during the holidays. Oh yeah, <sighs> yeah, yeah. Well, not the. I don't think uh, there's just going to be a random jump on PS5 purchases this Christmas, as there's nowhere to buy them. Yeah, they pop into. Uh, they pop on GameStop like every now and then, but they're they disappear uh, before too long. They're still not in stores. It's wild. Like, yeah, it's it's weird. And the prices are going up. It's funny because the the parts, they just changed the parts inside. The they changed from a 7mm chip to a 6mm chip, which mm. costs less. So they're actually cut down 
their cost for making the console, but it costs more to buy one. So now they're just racking them profits up. Yep, they raised the price out everywhere outside of America, apparently. Which okay. Yeah, we ain't paying that shit. Except we we definitely would. We don't even hesitate because America's yeah. stuck. Um one thing I wanted to talk about in the opening here, just take a little bit of time, is uh Vengeance Two. Yeah. Came out recently. Um and it's fucking amazing. Um it's it's great. Far better than the first one. Um Oh yeah. I don't want to do like a whole review, but just like hit bullet points. Um the uh performances in it are actually really good like really really good i don't i'm terrible at names but the older sister yeah kelly um and john <clears throat> jarvis yes and then uh played yeah. by uh kelly whose name i'm totally zoning out her last name i'm zoning out um she has a scene where uh spoilers uh for this th- for these thoughts um where her friend is dead and like they they tell her and she finds out and she like breaks down that was really good yeah um, yeah same scene. with uh same with sanaya lutus has uh you know she, i'm not even i'm not gonna say any spoilers but she witnesses something that is traumatic um and yeah she has a great moment dude sanaya i think is the biggest the biggest difference between like one and two beyond just a, a overall better stories like sanaya is on a whole other level Mm, yeah she really just it's it's been fun just watching her really just grow i mean she's she's really uh become quite the little actress she's rose right in roseblood that's correct yep yes that's what i thought um yeah i i won't give away the if you haven't seen it i guess the 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 big surprise at the end but i just want to say like the climax of vengeance for me is better than any official F13 film. Uh I fucking loved it. It's it's such a like like in wrestling you have those huge pop moments where the crowd just goes nuts while well, the climax is that. It has one of those <laughs> moments and it's fucking perfect. Um there's the um the roadblock rampage. Yeah. Scene which is in daylight and is unbelievable how they shot that edited that so that like you guys you and nixon you're how you could follow that not get lost but it's still really like fast-paced and just patch it crazy um it's very enjoyable uh jason brooks is i think my favorite modern era jason actor yeah he's great dude's great like yeah the way he walks the way he moves everything like he's he's uh perfect as jason um they won't say what it is but there's a kind of a secondary look he has at a point in the film which looks better than the hockey mask yeah somehow yeah. um yeah overall i just like i love vengeance too i thought it was the kills are insane. Some of them are like on hatchet level, crazy. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I just 
Really, really love Vengeance 2. I think the performances are great. The story uh, is a lot tighter, holds together a lot better than the first one. Um, yeah, just... And, and this is in the trailer, it's not a spoiler, but it has a freaking fire stun in it. Yeah. <laughs> Which is insane. Yeah, fan film fire stun. Who would have thought? Yeah. That's just like, what? <laughs> so... Yes, if you haven't seen Vengeance 2, it's free right now on YouTube. And uh, go see it. Uh, it's, go watch it. It's incredible. It's it's amazing. For it's, I say, like, I don't want to... It almost sounds like I'm insulting these other films. I'm, I'm not meaning to. I just don't really know a better way to say it. But Vengeance... It feels wrong calling Vengeance 2 a fan film. It is a fan film, but it's like... It just feels like it's on a whole other level. Yeah, like it's it's insane. I think any any uh, fan film creator that's I don't know doesn't have an insane ego will say that you know like I I've, I've said that as someone who's made a fan film. Uh, yeah. uh, Peter Anthony has said that, and you know Roseblood is is great as well. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, Vengeance Two I think deserves to be put in this pedestal. It, to me, it's the first fan film that has really put all the pieces together in a way it's like it has the cheese that you want to see in the f13 movie but at the same time it's got a very real dramatic performances it's got relationships between characters that actually matter to you a story that is you know it's linear it makes sense has a beginning middle and end it answers questions that we've always wanted answered if you're into like origin story type of things Mm. um it, it brings alumni into the into the puzzle and it actually matters like i one thing there's a lot of alumni being thrown around these fan films which is really cool it's really cool to see these people come back but a lot of times it's just like they show up and do something and then that's the end of the movie yeah. and it's like they're they just kind of were there uh, you know there's not much there's not much to it beyond the fact that it's like oh yes we just got hit with it's basically like the equivalent of uh like having nostalgia inside of a movie just because yeah, you know, it's it's kind of like what Halloween twenty eighteen doing, or or Star Wars, or things like that. Where it's just like you're only doing that so that you're you're for the cheap pop. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, this like it all makes it all makes sense. Like why why every alumni is there makes sense, especially as you talk about like the ending. Like mm. there's a real reason in the story for that to happen, and that's cool. So. Oh, it, it just did. It did bring all the pieces together and it does feel like it could be a legitimate entry in the franchise. I don't yep. like saying fan films are canon. I refuse to do it. Yeah. But um, yeah, I I mean, if, if you were going to make one canon, I could this would be the one that would work for me. I could handle it. Yeah, same. Uh, and they the uh, one more thing. They did reveal this before the film, went, but CJ Graham is back as part six. Jason. Yeah. Uh, if if you are a real legit fan, especially a fan of part six, you're gonna lose your fucking mind. Yeah. <laughs> and that might be one of those cheap pops we were just talking about, but goddamn, is it a cool one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 It, it works. Not, yeah, it, it, you only know if you know. You know, like most people yeah. probably didn't even realize that was CJ. Um but still if if you do know, it's super cool. And yeah, I mean that is that is like that moment where you see CJ's part six, Jason, has got to be one of the best moments in like the entire franchise that I've seen. Oh. Like, that is like the best 20 seconds of my life. <laughs> yeah. I was ear to ear smiling. I was, 
I don't know, it was so I was so pumped and hyped. I think I was even getting like maybe like happy fan boy teary eyed. It was just like <laughs> wow. I can't believe it. <laughs> I mean, it was just an insane moment. Um so yeah, Ven- Vengeance 2 is wow. <laughs> Fucking yeah. great. Just wow. Yeah. Go see it. Please God, go see it now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hope it's it's one that gets up there over that million view mark. Uh, oh, it deserves I, it. Yeah, yeah, I definitely think it deserves it. And uh, we're getting kind of close to the end here in terms of big F13 fan films, those that have had a significant amount of backing. Uh, of course, we have My Special Boys coming out later this month Yep, um, from James Grimm. That's probably going to make quite the splash. Um, and James, just on like the way James talks about it, it sounds like it's going to be the, the quite the movie. Sounds like it's going to be pretty fucking great. So excited for that one. And of course, Never Hike Alone 2 at some point next year. Um, mm-hmm. There's the Never Hike Alone uh, animated film. Uh, I don't know why, but I'm more excited for that than they have Never Hike Alone 2. Uh, just because that, like, that is so unique to have it animated animated fan film i'm curious about how that'll look budget wise like how many frames are you gonna put into the animation like what's that gonna be yeah i'm not sure uh yeah i'm not sure who's actually doing it who's the animators for it but i mean they've been working on it in a while and there's supposed to be a sneak peek at some point this mm-hmm. month so um I, you'll find out pretty soon but uh, that intrigues me more than just another fan film you know like we've had so many now it's kind of like yeah it's it's hard. I mean, I want to be excited, but it's kind of getting hard. <laughs> yeah, we, we are getting a little uh, oversaturated and a little like it, it, even like we've had so many and so many with alumni that like you've you've said that like that moment with CJ and Vengeance 2 could almost be a little bit lost on people because we've had so much. Yeah, we've been spoiled. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, even by the time the Fall Camp Blood came out, I was like, does anybody care anymore? <laughs> does anybody <laughs> even care anymore? <laughs> do I even need to do this? Like, Yeah, I I, I can see the, the hype dying out. And I don't know what is going to be the next IP to get fan. Maybe now that after Halloween ends, and there's probably going to be a several-year gap to the next one, maybe Halloween fan films start popping up. Yeah, maybe. We do have, there is a TCM fan film coming out soon, so... Yeah, the Sawyer Massacre. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's another one funding right now, too. Wow. Yeah. So, I don't know. I scream as well. I mean, there, I think uh, if you go into the more niche IPs, uh, I don't know what that I mean, you could. Wait, where's the Hatchet fan film? Where's the Pumpkinhead Oof. fan film? What the fuck? Man, if somebody could pull off Pumpkinhead, <laughs> that would be. Killer Clowns from Outer <laughs> Space fan film. That's what they should be doing right now, because that's a hot IP right now. God, you know how hard that is to get accurate? I mean, the whole budget for Killer Clowns is put into the goddamn wardrobe. <laughs> I I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what else. Uh, it'd be kind of tough. I mean, you could now get decently looking mask from like Trick or Treat Studios for Killer Clowns, but yeah. I don't know. You, the mouths aren't going to move. You know, that's a whole other process. So it's true. Um, I very quickly I did check out the Charles fan film last night, uh, yeah, the Chucky like one. Um, I will give them massive props for doing the doll, uh, yeah. for actually having the doll move, talk, and um, you know all of that. I, I the story I feel is 
its weakest part. And I was massively confused by some things. Um, but just to watch it, just for to see how they use the doll, I think it's worth watching. Yeah, I don't think you're ever going to see a Chucky fan film again go to that length to make an accurate, you know, practical doll. Um, yeah. So they did a great job there. I agree. The story is a bit of a, I don't want to say a mess, but it's just like, I don't know if it all really comes together uh, in the way that they <laughs> wanted it to. It just, yeah. So, and that's where a lot of fan films struggle because dude, writing ain't easy. They're writing ain't easy. Oh, and that's 100%. why. Uh, I mean, even if we, as we go into another uh, remake today with the Friday the 13th remake, um, the writing's garbage. I'm just going to be straight with you. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> sorry, Damien Shannon and Mark Swift. I, I'm sorry. Um, but that's where like this movie uh, fails so bad. So if like these guys who are making a butt fuck amount of money to write these things can't get it right. How do you expect somebody who has no money uh, doing a fan film to get it right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, that's why it always, uh, it amazes me. Uh, some sometimes we, we you see reviews on these fan films where it's like, take it easy, Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's that's like when I was watching Charles, I saw things that were like, oh, well, that's bad. But it's like, okay, you overlook all of that for it's a fan film, right? So, it, right, right. So it's like, yeah, at the, at the end of the day, it's these things are it's hard to get to that level, you know. Yeah. Uh, um, and if you are at that level, if you are making that quality of a film, so why are you making fan films? <laughs> get, get out there. Go make a real goddamn. No, I mean, fan films are real movies, in my opinion, because uh, a movie is is very hard to pull off. Every yeah. every movie is a miracle. Um, but yeah, like just go do something you can make some real money on and uh, change the genre up a little bit, you know? Yeah, exactly. I mean. The one good thing, I guess, fan film will show off your talents a little bit. Like, oh, wow, you know, yeah, it gives look you at a, this or any, or look at this directing or acting, you know? Yeah. This, this, this actually, reminds, I'm sorry <laughs> I keep wasting time here, but I, I do. I got I to read you in a hilarious review from the Fall Camp Blood. I haven't talked about this publicly. I thought about doing it a couple times, uh, but I just, it hasn't come up. So this is a good time to do it so that all five of you can hear this great story. Um, somebody left a review on the IMDb. The first, I will say, give this person credit, Mary Newcomb 2013. All right. Um, they left one star reviews on both Rose Blood and the Fall Camp Blood. <laughs> and, uh-huh. but this is the first person to ever actually write a review after giving it one star. So finally, someone with the fucking pair of cojones and is willing to talk shit to my face. But it's hilarious because some of these things are absolutely stupid. So I'm going to read it for you. All right. Did anyone reviewing this even watch it? A real fan of the franchise will know the mask is too clean in the beginning. The sheriff's patch on the left shoulder is a blue Lives Matter symbol that didn't exist in 1984. All right. That's fair. All right. I, I, listen. <laughs> I didn't yeah. notice that. Uh, yeah, whatever. Get over it. Uh, the ambulance has a piece of metal over the headlight when the deputy and female driver are talking to the front of it. An ambulance of this kind doesn't even exist in 1984. Well, all right. You're right. But Jesus Christ. Okay. <laughs> chill. All right. It was from 1993. All right, you know how hard it was to get that ambulance? <laughs> yeah, it's not you know how much money that fucking cost available. me? Okay, it was it was hard. It was a very difficult process. We're not in fucking Los Angeles where I can go rent it down the street. Okay, chill out. Now, this is the part that I love, though. Jason was chopped into pieces by Tommy at the end of part four. Really, was he? Was he chopped into pieces? It's part four. I don't remember that. I don't, that's weird. Okay. And here he has a pulse, something he has never had as an adult. Oh, really? He never had a pulse as an adult? Really? I think he did. I think he did. Really? Part two, three, and four? He didn't have a pulse? 
He's alive. Pretty, pretty sure he did. Pretty sure it's confirmed by Sean Cunningham and Victor Miller that, yeah, yeah, he lived. So why don't you shut the fuck up? Hold on, moving on. Uh, Anne is in one piece. Oh, you're saying Tommy. 10-year-old Tommy Jarvis had enough strength with this mach- with a machete to cut Jason in tiny pieces. Maybe he just did. He, maybe he just cut him up pretty good. Didn't actually cut him into pieces, which is literally what we see. Just saying. But you know how hard it would be to cut a grown man into pieces when you're like 13 with a giant machete? Dude, I I couldn't do it. No, no fucking way you can't a machete and just swing it naturally without like slicing and cut pieces off of their body. It, it's just, no. All right, but yeah. then, here we go. Uh, he said, this completely throws the ending apart four out of whack if this would be an actual continuation. <laughs> no shit, God. Sherlock. That was the point. <laughs> he, said, he said, how was the mask fixed? The, how was the mask fixed that fast if Tommy had cut one side of the headband? This is all within the first five minutes of this crap. So I distinct. So when we wrote that scene about about bringing the the part four mask back, I Ooh. I was sitting there with Nick. I was like, is the strap cut at the end of part four, or is it the buckle? Did it unsnap? Go look. It, it is unsnapped. That is not a cut, a cut strap. So this little fake fan piece of garbage can fucking blow me. All right? You want to sit there, and you want to say something like, a real fan of the franchise will know the mask is too... No, a real fan of the franchise knows that the strap wasn't cut. Okay? <laughs> God damn it. Now, come on. You want to sit there it's, it, and cut into tiny pieces? What are you talking about? Yeah. Dude, at least, we, at least we, we put the cuts on his back. I mean, at least we did that. In fact, Brent wore a um, a big fucking latex thing he's got a he's got a full like prosthetic back there um with all the cuts in his back yeah you can see so at least we did that damn and also cut into tiny pieces did this guy not see part six yeah exactly (laughs) exactly wait a minute and he doesn't even have cuts in the shirt in part six actually yeah so uh at least we did that much you piece of shit I hate Thanks when people do that. I, I hate when people do that kind of shit where they're like, a, a real fan would know. Really? A real fan would know. Would they? Would they? So you must hate part six, seven, eight, nine, ten. <laughs> you just stop watching after part four. Yeah. Like what? Apparently. Yeah. Although the mask being too clean in the beginning, I also don't really agree with. It's maybe a little bit. I don't know if it's that. T- I mean, the mask is pretty clean at the end of part four. Yeah. It did nothing much happens to it. Like, chevrons are worn off and the nose is dinged up but yeah. Pe- people kill me man like what in a hilarious review yeah <laughs> you should put i just, just there's the so many things there's so many things in the fall camp blood you can criticize that are totally fair but like when you say shit like oh the strap's not cut th- there's a piece of metal over the ambulance headlight well, are you kidding me like jesus christ like why don't we just point out I don't know the stupid fucking guitar kill that was rushed or, or like, I don't me, <laughs> my bad acting <laughs> or something like that. Like there's so many things you could point out. And then he's like, Nope, the strap. Why is this? Why is the headband cut I, or not? How is it fixed already? It was cut in part four. Yeah. I love that shit. <sighs> maybe, you're taking it, maybe you're taking it a little too seriously. <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> Settle down. Oh, goodness. All right. I Before we start, I have got the reason for the difference in Thanksgiving. Oh, okay. Uh, Emma has messaged me. She said, the reason for the different date is because in Canada, we harvest earlier because it's colder here. 
sounds like a load of crap. <laughs> <laughs> so people in uh, northern Michigan should stop celebrating uh, Thanksgiving the same time as the rest of the Americans. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, I didn't make the rules. <laughs> just... mm-hmm. <laughs> that sounds just like it just wanted to be different, I think. Nothing else. No other reason. I just wanted to beat you guys to the punch. What do you think? You're better than me or something? (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't at least wait till like November 1st. Like, damn. At least hit November. Eh, We're greedy. Canada. We like two holidays in one month. Just, you know, try to get through them as fast as possible. Yeah. First you eat all your freaking turkey. Then you eat all your candy. Yep. Great times. Great times. Uh, I'm spending my uh, Canada Thanksgiving going golfing. I'm going golfing today. Nice. Yeah. I was like, man, I need a fucking break. So I'm going to go get drunk with uh, a couple buddies and swing some golf clubs at people. I mean, balls. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably the last chance. I think it's going to start getting too cold. I think the season might be over here soon. So I was like, ah, we'll go while we got one last chance. Yeah. That's, uh, I just went out here and harvested all my uh, pumpkins because they're getting frost up here now. Yeah. It's getting pretty chilly out there, but it's going to be 70 degrees today. So good day to go golfing. Let's go. Yeah, there you go. All right, well, about 30 minutes into this episode, we haven't started the movie, so let's get this <laughs> thing going. Uh, Friday the 13th, 2009, a remake that nobody asked for. Directed by Marcus Nisbold, written by Damian Shannon and Mark Swift, who also wrote Freddy vs. Jason. So if that already scares you, you have the right to be scared. Yeah, um... I was watching this last night trying to, because I do like this remake, um, but I was Mm. trying to like pick out what is bad about this. And I was like, it's the characters. None of them are memorable. I can't remember their names. Yeah, I was literally going to say name one character in the movie. Name one fucking character. I don't even, I think the only one I even like remember is the only one. Yeah, exactly. What is the, what is that so weird that Trent (laughs) is the memorable one? Yeah. I guess he's just a memorable asshole. And like, yeah. I know. And Whitney, um, I remember Whitney just because of the yeah. Whitney. It's literally Whitney! written. It's, yeah. It's literally written into the score. So if you've ever listened to the, the score for this movie, you'll hear that Whitney scream all the time, which yeah. here's a little fun. The, the fan film we made in 2017, it uses a lot of the F 13 remake score. And there's a shot at the end that has, there's a drone that pulls up. And if you listen during that scene, you'll hear the the Whitney scream because we use the same score. Ah, cool. Yep. Doesn't make any sense in the context of our film. So, <laughs> no. <laughs> um, Daniel Panabaker's in this movie, but I only remember his Daniel Panabaker. I don't yeah, remember yeah. character. Yep. Um, yep. And, uh, and Aaron, this... Aaron Yu is in. Dude, there's some great people. Cause I love Jared Padalecki. I love yeah. Daniel Panabaker. I love Aaron Yu uh, because Aaron Yu's in Disturbia. Which I I love Disturbia. I hope we don't jump into that movie at some point. He's also uh, in the Nightmare on Elm Street remake. Yeah, he is for like two seconds. But yeah, yes. <laughs> two seconds. He is there. Yeah. So I I don't know. I mean, there's 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 a a solid amount of talent. So we of course Derek Mears is Jason Voorhees. Uh, Derek is arguably one of the best Jasons in the entire franchise. Yep. So you you have that going for you. But um, yeah, there's there are some decent kills. Um, and it's fun to watch Jason just do his thing. And it's back in the woods and it's got a great opening scene. 
but the story sucks, the characters suck, <laughs> and there's just a little, maybe too much emphasis on sex. <laughs> um, a little bit. There's a, there's a, this might have the most boobs of any F-13 movie. Oh, by a fucking mile. <laughs> I, I have literally, there, this, the sex scene with, um, uh, with Brie, with Juliana Gill, uh, is better than 90% of the porn I've seen in my life. <laughs> I, it's something perfect nipple I, placement <laughs> yeah perfect perfect nipple placement like yeah there's yeah i mean especially in the unrated cut which as i go through this today because i always have the movie up when we're going through these i i have the rated r cut up and i can't remember how much the differences are between them i know the sex scenes longer i know there's more of a uh, america olivia olivo olivio uh, I know there's more of her breastuses, <laughs> but beyond that, I honestly don't know if there's more gore. I think it's literally just like an extension on the sex scene, and that's like it. Yeah, probably. I think there's, I think there's an extra scene of Jason at the beginning after he sees his mom die. Uh, I think there's an extra little bit of him walking up, maybe. Mm. I don't know. It's, I, it's been so long since I've seen the rated cut because I, I watched the killer cut, and yeah. yeah. Yeah, I yeah. don't think it's like a Halloween situation where there's like massive differences. It isn't was it the rated R cut? Like if um because I watched the killer cut, but I always I rent the movie on Amazon so I can go through it while we record these. Mm-hmm. And I it was the rated R cut, but during like the the wakeboarding scene, isn't she doesn't she have a top on? Or is that just the no. trailer? No, it might be just in a trailer, but when she's on that board, she's topless. She's right down to her uh, underwear or bikini hmm. bottoms, I guess. Well, that's fun. That's fun. We're all having a good time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's like one, two, one, two, three, three or four different pairs of breasts in this movie. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's just, yeah, it's just three, uh, but the there's two of them are pretty pretty intense uh yeah the first one's not that bad i mean it's it is it's i mean she's literally sitting there rubbing baby oil on her yeah so it's i mean it's it's uh, it's something uh but the the sec this is one of those the sex scene with brie is one of those where you're like how weird was this filming because this is very intense intense. yeah like this is you can't ah dude I don't know. It, and they had to do that like all day. Like that was probably like a 12 hour shoot like that. Yeah. You would hope they did it on like a closed set. Maybe just them, the director and a few other people, but doubt it. Doubt it. Yeah. yeah no, I did doubt it too, but yeah, it's uh, it, cause it goes all the way from start to finish. <laughs> and yeah, I don't know. It's, it's yeah. It's like, Pretty intense, wild sex scene. I mean, hell, Jason walks up on it, goes and kills somebody. It's still going. Someone else walks up on it. It's still going. <laughs> God damn. Yeah, it's yeah. We have like multiple scenes happening between <laughs> between the action. Scene. Yeah, yeah. And there's a video yeah. camera involved, and yeah, I mean, they're filming it. It's Jesus. Uh, it's. <laughs> And they have a live feed going on the TV in the in the room. It's like Jesus, like, this is <laughs> this, is, this is a lot. It's a lot to take on. Yeah. Um, well, all right, I, I guess uh, let's let's start from the beginning. Um, 
course, this is another Platinum Dune introduction. And I didn't mention that Marcus Nispel also did the Text Chainsaw Massacre remake, which I think is probably one of the better remakes. Oh, yeah. So there, there was a sign of, of hope here. And I don't, I hate to, I don't want to blame Damien Shannon or Mark Swift, although that is definitely the problem. I, I don't necessarily blame them specifically because I think they're always just like given an outline of what they need and then they just go. And like Freddy vs. Jason also does not have a great script, but there was 16 other versions of this that were way worse. Okay. So I don't know. I, I give them. I give them credit for being able to to get something that actually works, hmm. but then it's like, yeah, man, we need to ha- we need to get these characters together, man, because it, it ain't working. I don't know. Yeah, yeah they I did write uh, they did write the new Baywatch movie. So, oh, did they? Huh. They only had Damien Sw- uh, or uh, Damien Shannon only has five writer credits to his name. I didn't know. I thought they had so much more, but Freddy vs. Jason, Friday the Thirteenth. Baywatch and then Genie and Power and Glory are two that are in production right now. Huh. That's what? I, don't know. I feel like their names are just fucking everywhere. What? Yeah. Has Mark Swift done more? Nope. Not one more. Uh, Untitled Bermuda Triangle. Huh. <clears throat> huh. Well, um, I guess that I have no problem saying that their scripts suck. No, I'm just <laughs> they, uh, they aren't um very interactive with people on twitter yeah i know they just seem like they're so popular but they really haven't done too much no but um they they're always they're always up for answering questions about versus or this movie yeah yeah Yeah. i don't know um but yeah things kick off in june 13th 1980 and this is basically just serving as one fast opening credits recap of Pamela Voorhees and the first original movie. And this is just their way because, like, Jason's the moneymaker. All right, we need to get to Jason. Fuck all this shit. All right, fuck Pamela. We don't need that. (laughs) Pretty much. Yeah. It's just, uh, and it's intercut. Like, you'll see it's in black and white. And the girl is running, but then it cuts back to black screen, white text, back to the girl, back to white screen, black. Like, it's, I don't know. To me, it was like disorienting. I just, I don't know. And yeah, this uh, is a very 2000s thing. Yeah. Uh, they also look like they dropped the frame rate or, or they're like skipping frames. It feels like like 12 frames per second. It's got an animated feel to it. Yeah. And um, the girl, it's just the girl running. Um, and then, you know, Pamela gets to her. Uh, we see young Jason is watching. Uh and the mom's just, you know, the whole Jason was my son. You should have been watched. You let him drown. And then the girl kills Pamela, cuts her head off. She runs away. Never to be seen again. Yep. J- Jason walks over. Uh, pretty fine. Like he's not, he doesn't look all that upset. <laughs> he uh, bends down. He picks up this locket that his mom had. He picks up the machete and he walks away and the head's just laying there. He does not pick up the head. And then it, I, thought it, it, I thought in one of the cuts he, I could have sworn I've seen him at some point grabbing that head. At so some I, point in my life, I feel like maybe it was a deleted scene or something because I feel like I've seen him picking that head up before. Um, but then, like, yeah, I was watching. He just walks away with the machete in the locket. But obviously, he did go back and get the head at some point. Yeah. Um, but then it, it pulls in on Pamela's face, and it's just like kill for mother. 
And uh, then we uh, we cut to modern day, and it's in color now. And we meet uh, a group of characters: uh, Richie, uh, Wade, and some other fucking people. Whitney, Whitney's the the big one, Whitney, the important one, right? Whitney. Yeah, it's Wade, Richie, Whitney, Amanda. And am I missing somebody else? Is there, there's one more, isn't there? Uh, Whitney's boyfriend. Oh, uh, Trent. No, that's not Trent. No, that's the wrong one. Is it, Holy, is it Mike? Is it Mike? Fuck. He looks His different. name is Mike. Yeah, Mike. I just saw a picture of Travis Van Winkle who plays Trent, and wow, it looks very uh, different now. <laughs> is his IMDb picture? Uh, I'm on Google looking at the Google cast. He's got a cute little vest on. All I can see is his head, and he's got gray hair. And oh, I'm looking at a picture. Uh, I don't know where it's from, but he looks kind of the. He looks the same uh, base. Yeah. All right. Yeah, they're uh, they're all walking, and uh, Wade is talking about mountain lions, and Richie's like, "I call bullshit." Richie and Wade says, "Richie's gonna call bullshit." He says, "Bullshit." Richie's calling bullshit. <laughs> I'm like, ah, yeah, I, I do. <laughs> that uh the the dude that plays Wade uh Jonathan Sadorsky Yeah, what else is he in? He's in something that I know. Ah, Live Free or Die Hard. Yes, yes. Which you probably still haven't seen, have you, bitch? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> he, he's one of um he's one of Timothy Olfont's uh little henchmen. He's like a hacker dude. Huh. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, so, like, with the first bit of dialogue, I already, I just, I hate that moment. Uh, it just feels very cringy, the whole calling bullshit uh, piece. Well, there's but, plenty of cringe in this. Op- I mean, I think this open scene is really well done. In fact, we don't see the title card for the first 30 minutes of the movie. Yeah. And it's a 90 minute <laughs> movie. So it's like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, longest pre title sequence, maybe ever. I, yeah, it's it's definitely long, uh, but yeah, and they're just so they're all going camping, right? But really, uh, Wade and Richie are on the hunt to find a field of marijuana that they know is in the vicinity, so they can sell it, and make a bunch it, of money. Yeah, they're like, we're gonna sell this weed, and we're gonna make a bunch of fucking money. We're gonna make a lot of fucking money. <laughs> yeah. They're like, I'm gonna be rich, and uh, it's like, how much fucking weed are you like? You can only bring back what you can carry, right? You're not. I don't know if you're gonna make enough money to be rich. I mean, I, I mean, not maybe not rich. I mean, rich is not a good word, but I bet they they got a year salary in that bad boy. I'm sure. Probably. <laughs> I don't know if it's probably not a good idea to go out and fuck around with someone's weed crop. But <laughs> well, I mean, got where, where Wade finds it, it feels so random. It looks like it's just natural. Uh, yeah, it looks like it. That's where does weed naturally grow? I have no idea because it is a plant. Has to naturally grow somewhere. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, then we we get there. They're at a campfire. They set up camp for the night, and uh, Wade tells a story about Jason, and it's exactly what you know. Uh, mother got pissed off and got revenge because the camp counselors didn't weren't watching her son, and her son drowned, and um, yeah, and. Her head got cut off, blah, 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 blah. And then Jason, we're on the offices. Jason's still out there. Yeah. 
And uh, he's like, that kid, Jason, he came back. And then Wade's like, oh, he just, you know how many places are called Crystal Lake, Crystal Geyser, Crystal. He's like, go to a supermarket. And it was all the water, bottle of water is Crystal out. And he's like, Aquafina. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he's like, that's how they get little kids to shit themselves. And uh, they're also having a conversation about beer. Uh, I'd say that Pat's Blue American Ribbon. Uh, is good old American beer. That's just I'm I'm not a fan, not a fan of, and I listen, I'm a big big beer guy, okay. But that is, I never never was a fan of old Peps. Uh, uh, we don't have that here, so I don't know. Much <laughs> as you're not American. Oh uh, no, we have good beer. Do you know? <laughs> do, <laughs> do, do you know? Um, also, uh, I looked it up. Marijuana is indigenous to the Himalayans. Ah, well, I know where I'm moving. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah, they, um, Wade or not Wade fucking, um, Whitney and her boyfriend go for a walk and, uh, Wade's like, wear a condom, an extra small one. (laughs) Yeah. And yeah. uh, th- they walk off, and um, um, her what the fuck is her boyfriend's name? Mike. I, I believe it's Mike. Um, Whitney's like, I don't think I'm gonna stay the whole time. And Wade's, or Mike's like, Oh come on, your mom's the one who told me to get you out of town. She got her nurse right there. He's like, Come yeah. on, have. Yeah. F- <laughs> he says, Have sex with your boyfriend in a cramped little tent. I looked at their tents; they ain't tiny. Yeah, they got some some nice tents. Those are big-ass tents. The fuck are you talking about? Yeah, I I suppose cramped in comparison to an average apartment or whatnot, but uh, listen, (laughs) I live in that tent. I love that he's like, your mom told me to get you out of town. And then his next line is like, have sex with your boyfriend in a cramped tent. Was that her intention? Was that mom's intention for her? Yeah. And this is—it's the only real point of this moment is to establish that her mom is sick, and yeah. that's really it. Because it'll come back into play with Clay later. Um, yeah. yeah, that that's really it. Um, and they they and, take a walk across a bridge, and uh, they eventually find their way to Crystal Lake, like the camp. They're at, they're in Crystal Lake, but they find the camp. Yeah, yeah, and we're in in between this. We we cut back to. Uh, Richie Wade and freaking Amanda. And I don't even know what the hell like Wade is realizing that the GPS didn't update and he's telling about he's talking about satellites and how it all works. And yeah. G- Richie's not interested. He's like, I love global positioning system, GPS to the late person. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he's like, that's the technology department. You know what this little fucker does? <laughs> yeah. yeah, meanwhile, yeah. this whole time Amanda's, you know, uh over there seducing Richie. Yeah. She, her shirt, oiling up her breasts. It's a lot. Yeah. Her, uh, her breasts that she apparently paid a lot of money for. And, yeah. Uh, I, honestly, the, it's a real shame when you can like, it, there's no, there's no way they're not fake. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's one thing. Move. Like, yeah. <laughs> there's one thing where you're like, Oh, you know, you're like maybe those, there's a chance those are real. But when, when you see them like that and they're like, yeah, they're not a chance, dog. Those are those are internally supported, my friend. <laughs> yeah, they don't move at all. So, yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, 
yeah, she's she's rubbing oil all over herself, but she's like, you know, basically just saying he wants to take her to the tent and have sex. And he's like, Wade, you get a bounce and tell your dumb shit to someone else. And then she throws the bra at him. Wade turns around, but she, you know, turns away and hides her boobs from him. Not fast enough. He definitely caught a he caught a glimpse. Oh yeah. And he's like, uh, hey Richie old buddy, I'm gonna bounce. I'm beat. And then he What a good friend. Says, uh, <laughs> what a good friend not cock blocking. He's like, Oh, okay, I'm out. By the yeah. way, I feel I feel so bad for Wade because he's the only one there without a girlfriend, and both of his <laughs> friends just went off to have sex. And it's like <laughs> he's all by himself. Uh, yeah. yeah. But he is getting it. I mean, he's listening uh to Sister Christian, so I mean, who's really having the most fun tonight? You know, I want to be out in the middle of the woods listening to Sister <laughs> Christian. Um, I have no idea who that is, but you know, motoring. Oh, the song is called Sister Christian. Oh, okay. Well, I know the song. I yeah, because your Sister Christian. Oh, the time has come. Uh, he uh, everyone, what, everyone probably thinks it's called. Mo- you thought it was called motoring, didn't you? Probably, yeah. Yeah, you have a meatball. Mm. be fair that's what i thought too because then when I, I remember when this movie like, came out <laughs> no <laughs> i remember not anytime recently but like when this movie came out i love that song when i heard it i was like oh my god what is that so you're just typing in like fucking motoring song lyrics on youtube you know <laughs> what's your price for flight <laughs> you're like oh my god it's not called motoring <laughs> and then you see you see sister christian come up and you're like oh it can't be that one <laughs> it's not yeah. called motor. It's called motor. <laughs> I know it's called motor. God damn. Who's it? Is it? I think it's by Night Ranger as well. I uh, if I hold on, sister. Yep, Night Ranger. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Wade does. Uh, he does a little space balls reference here. He says, "May the force protect you, Schwartz." <laughs> May the force like, protect you, Schwartz. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. And then he uh, he takes off, you know, and Wade, uh, Richie and Amanda go to the tent. And Wade is just like singing to himself. Yeah, he's off in the woods uh, using his GPS, looking for the weed still while listening to Sister Christian. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he does find the weed while taking a piss. He pissed right in the fucking weed. Now it's all dead. <laughs> yeah. Oh, also, we look. We, he back when they're all still at the campfire. Uh, they have a, when Richie asked Mike, how's that beer? He's like, better than my own piss. And, uh, Wade, Wade is like, you can drink that by the way. Yours, mine hurts. Swear to God, piss is sterile. Piss is not sterile. Not true. Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, that is a, a common misconception. Urine is not sterile. Yeah. But it's better than nothing. (laughs) Well, (laughs) <laughs> for for like I think three days at least, and then you'll die. But yeah, you might make it longer than three days if you drink your piss. Might make it four. I mean, maybe. Yeah. What's the worst thing that's gonna happen? You gonna die? I think it poisons you after a while. Well, I mean, yeah, you can only do it so long. <laughs> yeah, but you're gonna die anyway, so you might as well drink something. It's a mental I- thing, you know. I'm mentally <laughs> trying to pretend that I drank water. Uh, yeah. <laughs> genius what if you could just drink your urine to hydrate yourself then you have an a, a unlimited supply you just keep recycling the same urine over and over and over again <laughs> and we none of there is no risk ever for you know running out of a water supply 
apparently you can survive an extra day or two at best. A healthy person's urine is about 95% water. And so in the short term, it's safe to drink and does replenish lost water. But you're, what if you, you ever see those like filter, fancy filter bottle things where even when you put like soda in it, it's still, it still happens to like clear it out. And I mean, kind of clear it out and filter out the water. Mm-hmm. Can I do that with my urine? If I get one of those fancy bottles and bring it with me camping, can I just piss into it and drink it then? I mean, maybe. I mean, 95% water. Those things got to be good enough to filter out whatever that 5% is, right? I mean, come on. Not really looking to find out. (laughs) Hey, an extra day or two of life, I would say, is more than worth it to drink your piss. Yeah, probably. That could be all it takes, you know? (laughs) It could be all it takes for them to find you. Yeah, yeah. An extra 24 hours. Listen, people are that. I uh, I, I think that's really diminishing is how powerful that could be, you know? You're only gonna, if you don't drink anything, you die in three days. Yep. But if you drink your piss, you can make it four or five days. That's a significant, significant advantage. All I'm saying is everybody out there, drink your piss. Okay, you'll be fine. <laughs> you'll be fine. Uh, it's for the best. It's for the best. <laughs> uh, okay, back to finding weed. Uh, yeah, he finds the weed and he's like, I love you. I love you. I fucking yeah. love you too. As he's talking to the weed. And then he uh, looks up and sees Jason standing yes. there. Sackhead Jason. Yep. Sackhead Jason. Sack. Uh, the remake Sack. Far better than the original. I think. Looks great. Um, it's more menacing for sure. Yeah. He kills Wade. Uh, he runs. Jumps over the weed. And uh, hits him with a machete. That's it for Wade. It's very nice of him to take the time to go jump over the weed. So that he doesn't damage it at all. Yeah, I think Jason planted it. <laughs> could have, could have. It's, it's his weed. He does seem to be sufficient when it comes to, you know, understanding uh, well how to survive by himself, and he's yeah. fucking huge. So he's finding protein somewhere. It's true. It's a very uh, uh, survivalist, like Rambo-ish type Jason, and this one, like First Blood Rambo type Jason. Yeah, which I'm not. I think it's pretty cool. Like he's. He's taking advantage of these tunnels, this tunnel system underneath Crystal Lake, which is really I love cool. The tunnels. Yeah, the the trap, like the the um trip alarms. Wires. Yeah, the trip yeah. wires and um they're all linked to bells into the in the the tunnels so that he can hear where everybody's at. He yeah. has Bear the traps. power. Um he knows that like he controls the electricity and whatnot and yeah. uh, I don't know, he just actually knows what he's doing and that's nice. The bow and arrow, he's good with the bow and arrow. With one eye and a hockey mask on. God damn. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty impressive. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Uh, so I, I dig it. I dig the whole shredded, smart hunter Jason. Yeah. I like it. It's, it was, it was a change they did that was good. And he, yeah, he runs like a motherfucker. <laughs> He's fast. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So he kills Wade. And then we, uh, do we cut back to Richie and Amanda? Don't we? In the tent? Uh, no, uh, we go straight to Whitney and Mike. Uh, uh, Whitney and Mike exploring yeah. the camp. Yeah, yeah, they're at the they're right at the Camp Crystal Lake sign. I, I don't know if I've ever even like paid attention to the fact that the original Crystal Lake sign is there, which is pretty cool. Yeah, I um, didn't notice that before either, except uh, watching it last night. Yeah, it's I just never even looked for it because they have the big ass sign on like the bridge thing. Yeah, um, that says Camp Crystal Lake, and then on a tree right next to it is another Camp Crystal Lake sign. It's like oh. <laughs> 
Okay. I wonder what that sign is today. I, that thing's probably worth some money. I want that thing. Yeah. Probably sitting in a warehouse somewhere. Yeah. I don't know. Somebody from set had to take that thing home. They had to know it was worth something. Maybe Derek did. I hope so. <laughs> um, yeah, but then they uh, stumble across I what's supposed to be a cabin. It looks much more like a regular house. In fact, it kind of looks like the slaughterhouse. It's, yeah, and Whitney, like, they go in. They're like, oh, check it out. And Whitney's like, no, oh, what if some homeless person lives here? Well, then they wouldn't be homeless, would they? Oh. <laughs> so are squatters still homeless people? Because based on what you just said, squatters are not homeless. Yeah, but this place is like abandoned and maybe they just like moved in. Stay here. It's abandoned. Oh, so. She said homeless person lives here. <laughs> that's like, that I'm sentence doesn't saying, even make sense. What <laughs> defines homeless? I mean, I don't see his name on the goddamn deed to the home. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, place looks like dog shit. Uh, it is, yeah, uh, it's completely run down and earth has kind of taken it back and yeah so they basically do they just walk around explore it they find the locket uh that pamela had and mike opens it up and the picture of jason's like all scratched up but you can see picture of pamela and he's like hey it looks like you and whitney goes over and looks at it and she's like it does not yeah it does it's cool you should keep it so she keeps the locket and uh they walk around and uh, they find the, the kid's bedroom, and they yeah. shine the light, and the bed says Jason, and Mike's like, wasn't Jason the name from Wade's story? Yeah. And they're like, well, yeah, to, we should go. Way to put that one together. Yeah. <laughs> you think it, like, I, I think the locket situation, her keeping the locket is so dumb. Like, dude, that is creepy as shit. <laughs> you found a locket. With a scratched off picture, which is already creepy, and then some random woman who's probably dead. You have no idea who that person is. And you're like, yeah, I'm going to keep it. I'm going to wear it. Let me just wear it around. <laughs> yeah, tell people yeah. it's me. It looks like me. Yeah, since it looks like me, I'm just going to start carrying around pictures of everybody that looks like me. <laughs> They're all my my <laughs> twins. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. know. He says I look like uh, Rob Dyke. You know what that is? No. He's, um... He used to do, I don't know if he still does. I used to watch him all the time. He did like a lot of those, you know, top 10 scariest places in the world type of thing. Haunted places or uh, like scariest true un- unsolved crime type of things. You know, he had a cool, he had a cool channel, but everyone says I look like him. I've had that a few times. I also, I'm told all the time. I sound like Joe Rogan. I don't hear it. I don't hear it. I don't hear it at all, but I get it all the time. If you uh, TikTok, uh, any podcasts all the time. Like, oh, it sounds like a younger Joe Rogan. No, it doesn't. Stop it. <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> I got told um, back when I was uh, bigger and I had a really big grown out beard that I looked like Nick Frost. <laughs> I got told that by uh, a border guard one time. You should have just went with that. I am Nick Frost. <laughs> I am. Motherfucker, let me over. <laughs> As a matter of fact, I am. You do. Yeah. I, I suppose. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, when he had really short hair and a beard, I could see it. Yeah. Yeah, how about that? Mm. <sighs> All right. Um, then we get to the, the sex scene, the old Richie and Amanda sex scene. Yep, and uh, yeah, they're just going to town. 
Yeah, having just having, having, a, yeah, having a good time. Having a good time. <laughs> right. And um, but then they hear a sound, or Amanda does. She's like, "Stop!" stop. She's like, "I think Wade's out there watching us." He's like, "Well, fuck it, let the little bird watch." <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'm actually surprised she does care. Honestly, I mean, she just literally had her. She was rubbing fucking baby oil on her tits right in front of him a second ago, and now all of a sudden, while you're I mean, yes, he could probably see your shadow inside the tent, but he can't see inside the tent. So, like, yeah, whatever. What you think he doesn't know what you're doing in there? You think as you're moaning super loud in the fucking woods, he doesn't know what you're doing in there? Like, it's some sort of secret. <laughs> yeah. What are you How guys far? doing in there? <laughs> yeah. Playing Scrabble. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, uh, Richie yells, tells Wade, you know, knock it off. He's like. Okay, I think we're good. And they start going again. And then they hear another sound, but this time Richie hears it too. And uh yeah. Wade, I'm gonna kill you. Yeah, Richie has to go out and find Wade. And uh Amanda stays in the tent and Richie goes, he and Richie finds the weed. He's like yeah. he he says, Wade, you fuck where are you? And he's like, You fucking you, you found the weed. And uh he finds Richie's glow stick and then he finds Richie or he finds Richie's ear and then he finds Richie dead next to a tree. <clears throat> and Jason, meanwhile, is back at the tent, cuts it open, grabs Amanda. And uh, Richie comes running back, finds Amanda in the sleeping bag, tied up, hanging over the fire, which yeah. is probably the most brutal uh, version of the sleeping bag kill. Oh yeah, I mean this is this whole situation is just gnarly. That's why this opening scene tends to get a lot of credit from fans. People really enjoy this because, yeah, like that is brutal. And at the same time, Richie's running back to help her, and he steps into a bear trap, which is another really cool, smart Jason moment. And he just has to sit there and watch as she's screaming and suffering over this fire. Yep, it's gnarly. And his leg gets ripped to shit in that bear trap too. Oh yeah, it's yeah, fucking... he got the worst of it for sure. Yeah. And he, uh, he of course can't open it. And, uh, Amanda is just screaming inside this sleeping bag as she's being burned alive. And, uh, eventually the sleeping bag burns out and her body falls out and, uh, yeah, she's dead. smoke comes out of her mouth, which is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, Richie's just there suffering. And then we go back to, uh, uh, Whitney and Mike and, they end up finding the little shrine. Uh, yeah. Mike goes in the bathroom. He's like, hey, Whitney, you got to see this. And they come in. Someone's been here and there's candles, like all kinds of melted candles and a hole in the wall. And Mike's like, oh, there's like something in there. I'm like, I wouldn't reach my hand in there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not <laughs> a fuck, chance. Man? Yeah. And uh, he ends up pulling out Pamela's head and they see it. They freak out. The door slams shut. And um, they're like, oh, someone else is here. And Mike gets that. They go back to the door. Mike looks out of the door. And Jason starts driving the machete up through the floor. And Mike's like, get off the floor. And uh, Whitney jumps in the bathtub. Uh, that would which be the smartest thing to do. Full of disgusting black water and Pamela's floating head. Mike gets cut with the machete a couple times. And then Jason bursts up through the floor and grabs Mike and pulls him down. Uh, Jason there is not played by Derek Mears. Well, who is it played by? Uh, I don't remember, but I, I 
there was a special feature or commentary, something that said it's not Derek in that scene because Derek was getting married that day. Oh, well, fuck it. What a piece of shit. <laughs> what does he think he is? Skipping out on a, a shooting day for his wedding. Awful. God, how dare you? <laughs> uh, you act like it's important or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, Whitney takes off running. Uh, she ends up getting back to where they were camped out, uh, finds Richie and his leg all fudged up. And yeah, uh, Jason shows up, swings a big freaking overhead machete swing, goes right into Richie's head. And that's a yeah. that's a great kill. I love that kill. Yeah. And that's it for old Richie. And uh, Whitney is on the ground backing up with her hands. Jason turns around, swings the machete. And before it hits her, it cuts and says Friday the 13th. Yeah, I really want to know how he missed because it sure looked like she got fucked. <laughs> it sure looked like she had the same exact fate as Richie. Yeah. Machete right to the top of the head. She has no mark on her head later when you see her. Oh, oh yeah. No, no, no. He must she, have he stopped. Missed, he must have went between her legs or something. Yeah. Uh, and then he looked at her and he's like, oh, Mom. <laughs> and then he... Yeah, I don't know. He must have... He made up his mind real quick because he went from, nope, I'm absolutely killing you to, no, nah, it's cool. <laughs> no, it's all good. I will take you home with me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, we, we, yeah, like you said, we finally get the title card after 25 minutes-ish. And <laughs> uh, from there, we skip to six weeks later and we're introduced to the quote-unquote main cast of the movie. They're all in their uh, Trent's freaking Escalade. His very yep. fancy black Escalade. Love it. Uh, so, yeah, we get Trent... We get Jenna, who's dating Trent. That's Daniel Pandabaker. Yeah. We have Chewy. We have Lawrence. And Chewy and Lawrence are like best friends. And then we have Bree. Uh, no other relationships be at, well, at this point beyond Jenna and Trent. Yeah. And we basically get two stoners in the cast with Lawrence and Chewy. Yeah. I mean... It, that's what they are. They're they're both the stoners. Trent's the asshole. Chelsea's the slut. Jenna is your fake um, final girl. Final girl. Yep. And oh, and I I skipped uh, I I skipped fucking um, uh, Chelsea and uh, Nolan. Yeah, Chelsea and Nolan. Uh, they're also a couple, and I don't really know what you'd stereotype them as. Uh, Horn dogs. But yeah, pretty much. They're, they are they are the uh, the horny couple of the group. Since Listen, Trent Trent and Jenna don't fit into that same category. I I don't want to pretend like every Friday Thirteenth movies had really great, well written characters. Um, but man, these characters are so F- cliche. They're they're stereotype cliches of F thirteen typical characters. Right. Like, yeah. And yeah, you can't. It would be hard to have them be less established. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. like, there's nothing to it. Like, we know Lawrence, it, he raps. Okay, Chewy is, uh, he's a virgin or does not have sex ever and is a stoner. I I could not tell you anything about Bree and Nolan, or not Bree and Nolan, uh, Chelsea and Nolan, beyond the fact that they're a couple and they like to be break all the rules and not listen because they go and take out Trent's boat. Uh, yeah. I mean, Jenna's a, she's nice. She's helpful. She's kind. 
She's, Dang, nice she's helpful. She's good. <laughs> yeah. Trent is rich uh, with daddy's money. And I, I it, yeah, it's all just so bullet point. Even Clay, uh, even Jared Padalecki is it's like, okay, he's helping his sister. Got it. Like he, he can't find his sister and he wasn't very close to his mom. Got it. Yep. It's his just, hair yeah. in this movie. I, was, I don't know why, but I was looking at his hair. He <laughs> like comes out and wings out on both sides. Yeah, this was like season season four Supernatural, I think. And yeah, this was right around the time where Jared Padalecki started to bulk up. Pretty sure he juiced. I, I think he was on TRT or something. Because out of nowhere, he just like was jacked. Uh, <laughs> he, he's not like huge by any means, but he just out of nowhere, he went from a little boy to here are my fucking six pack abs <laughs> yeah. and my and my giant my giant pectoralis majors and minors. And he just wanted like, to look good next to dude, it, it, like even in Supernatural. <laughs> once he started to get shredded, all of a sudden he just started like you know he would randomly be shirtless on the show all the time. I was like, yeah, okay, I yep. get it. Oh I no, he's hot. Going. Yeah, oh no, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um so you meet all the cast there and they stop at a convenience store and they open up the the back and Chewie claims he has no room. Babies have more room in the uterus, he says. And uh Trent asks Lawrence to give him some gas. Lawrence makes it a racial thing. So, yeah, that's another, that's another thing. Like, it, it it is just like we have to point out that he's black twenty times. Yep. Yeah, because they do it again later with the whole music label thing. Yeah. So so Trent asks Nolan. Nolan does it. Um, they Lawrence scares Chewie with a horn. Chewie says he has a heart murmur or something. I don't fucking know. Really they all go in the store. Chewie buys a shit ton of snacks and condoms for some reason that he claims he's not using for sex. Well, he doesn't use them for sex. So <laughs> no, he, I mean, he walks up and he's like, Trent's like, what, what are you doing? My cabin's my parents cabin stack. And you actually think you're going to get laid? And he's like, they don't have funnies. They don't have Fritos. And these aren't for sex. And Trent's like, well, what are you going to use them for? It's an experiment. <laughs> it's like, okay, well, I'm not paying for any of that shit. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I believe I believe that he actually did not buy those for sex. I mean, maybe he was gonna uh, water balloons. Water balloons, yeah. He seems, he seems like a water balloons kind of guy. Um, meanwhile, he takes shots out of a fu- or not shots. He drinks beer out of a shoe, a sweaty ass uh, shoe. Dude. So who knows? He probably was gonna like start. I don't know, drinking out of the fucking lubric- lubricated condoms. Good for him. I'm telling you, we, you and I, and played beer pong when we were at. Uh, flashback and if, if that was the penalty for losing uh dude me and nick would have been on that shit <laughs> me and nick are undefeated in our pong career that's true yeah i'm gonna say i would have backed that one. Yeah. yeah i'm bringing out shoot the boot next time shoot the boot shoot the boot uh, but um we'll keep that in mind. i'm not gonna forget that seriously <laughs> okay <laughs> um but um, while this is going on, Clay is up at the front. Uh, he's talking to the clerk there, and he's like, "Hey, you know, have you seen her? Can I put up a poster?" And the clerk's like, "Yeah, yeah I heard about that, Sam, but I can't. I don't own the place, you know." And the the well, owner, he's surreal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's like, what? and uh, it's, 
then Trent's like, hey, you know, you're going to buy something? You've been up here for a while yapping. You're so uh, fucking rude. Like, listen, I know Trent's supposed to be like a dick and all, but like, this is a little far, I feel like. He, he really, for no reason, he knows what he's talking about. He knows that he was passing on a flyer, a missing persons flyer. And then he does that. It's like, okay, I get it. He's supposed to be a dick, but Jesus Christ, we made him a real dick. Like that is, yeah, you're in a pretty low percentile uh, dick ratio here. <laughs> it's a rich white boy, overprivileged snob, I guess. Jesus Christ. He, like <laughs> have at least a little bit of self-awareness and yeah, I don't know. What's well, I'm saying? What? They're, they're... Being a dick. Oh, really? I'm the one being a dick. Yeah, he's and Trent's like, because uh, Clay's like, guess I'm an asshole, and he's like, Trent looks like, you okay, buddy? You okay? Fine. You don't want to be <laughs> friends after this? You don't want to hang out? And then yeah, and he's uh, Trent's like, okay, or Jenna says, okay, Trent's like, it's not me. This guy's being a dick. Clay's like, yeah, it's me. I'm being a dick. <laughs> yeah, 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 of course. Uh, and he leaves. They pay for their shit. Everyone gets back in the car, and when they they don't notice it. Because Chewie shuts it from the inside, the uh, trunk part of the Escalade that Clay put a missing person's poster on their car. And they drive away and close up a Clay and he drives away. Yeah. And we see that they they pass a Crystal Lake sign. Welcome to Crystal Lake. Um, And the next scene is uh, Clay getting pulled over by a cop. Yeah. A cop who is, is he listed on here? Yes, he is right there. Brack. Richard Berg. Bergy? B-U-R-G-I? I don't know. His fucking name tag is Brack. Officer Brack. Yeah. Yeah. He uh, and he just tells Clay, like, you know, we didn't find nothing. We put a whole bunch of people out on that, detectives and everyone, and we didn't find nothing. Maybe you should, you know, look somewhere else. And Clay brings up the mom being sick thing. He's like, you know, mother just died of cancer and Whitney took care of her every single day and didn't show up for the funeral. So, you know, that's not possible. Yeah. He's like, you don't understand. Like my, that's not my sister. My sister would ever do that. Uh, so yeah, but the, and I, I don't think the officer is being a, is being a dick really. He's just trying to be like, yeah, listen, I know, <laughs> I know we're all country hicks out here, but like we're on your side, man. Like we, we looked everywhere. There's no cars. There's no witnesses. Yeah. There's just nothing, and I, I don't know. It's maybe she just ran away with her boyfriend. It's like, <laughs> yeah, you don't understand. That's not possible. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He uh, he tells him, well, maybe you should try looking somewhere else. That's what the other families are doing, and that's that. Yeah. I mean, what? I feel like the police should probably take him a little bit more seriously than that because it is not just her. It's five missing people five missing people out there like go hunting dog <laughs> yeah like oh they all ran away together <laughs> yeah I mean, yeah. they formed a cult <laughs> uh, apparently it's the only option um uh, okay so yeah now we get to uh trent's d- daddy's home daddy's little cabin out of crystal lake his rich ass <laughs> cabin <fancy> cabin <laughs> like quite the cabin mansion. yeah yeah um yeah they all get out and they're all like wow look at this place and and uh, I think it's uh, Chelsea says, anyone getting a signal? And it's Bree, I think. Yeah, Bree. And then Lawrence, this is where the second racial thing comes in. He's like, you kidding me? I got business I got to do this weekend. And, and Bree asks, like, uh, oh, what kind of music? Like rap? 
He's like, don't put me in a box. What? Because I'm black. I can't listen to Green Day. And she's like, yeah, you're right. What kind of music? And then Lawrence is like, rap. Yeah. <laughs> rap. Good for <sighs> you. Yeah. I mean, it's funny. <laughs> it's a, it's like a little funny moment, but I don't, it's just weird for me to think about that kind of stuff when I know it was written by two white guys. <laughs> <laughs> And it's just like you don't have to keep bringing up he's black. We we can see. We get it. We know it. We, we, we got it. We have eyes. <laughs> yes. You don't need to just like force all these racial jokes on us. Yeah. But uh yeah, so be it. So um at least I actually made it rap though. I am kind of glad that he's still <laughs> I'm glad that he's still in the in the rap. Uh so they went with a racial stereotype while making fun of a racial stereotype. Good for them. Yeah. Yeah. Stereotypes. Yeah. Imagine if he had said, like, I don't know, opera. <laughs> That'd be sick. I'm like, wow. Did not pop, see that coming. Pop punk. Yeah. Lawrence, pop punk. Old school, slow, like, country. Uh, yeah, I mean, that'd be great. Yeah. Right, Darius Rucker is a, a wonderful country artist, and he's black. Yeah, I think Lawrence would fit fit in perfectly. I fucking love Darius Rucker. If you like country music, go listen to Darius Rucker. You probably already have. You don't even realize it. I Do you, mean, you, I, don't you I, hate I, country music? Uh, no, I don't like country music. That's a goddamn shame. It's a goddamn the shame. Very, very few uh, country uh, songs I like. So I had to grow up listening to a lot of old country, and I mean old shit um fucking slow depressing johnny cash uh johnny well there's johnny but there's like rhinestone cowboy i'm uh, a rhinestone cowboy <laughs> <laughs> um, coat of many colors uh fucking something about a rocking chair, <laughs> something uh, about a rocking chair. got it <laughs> i know that one like just old shit while people sat around drinking and listening to that shit, so yeah, you're, like you're PTSD just, you're just now. Pointed out the great part of country music. So you got to go listen, like somebody like Luke, Luke Combs. Uh, I think Darius Rucker is great. At, since we were on that topic, uh, you know, somebody who sounds like older like, country, but I like is some Alan Jackson. He's got some good songs. Toby Keith, Garth I love Brooks, Toby Keith. Uh, Tim McGraw, Tim McGraw, Tim McGraw. Yeah. Um, uh oh my god i can't think of their name but they sing the i i can't remember but uh, some of the i'm not big on like the the what's it called pop country bro oh, country no. no like sam yeah. hunt jesus christ yeah not a fan of that crap um yeah. kane brown kind of fits in that category too yeah it's 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 uh not not a fan that's why i think luke combs is a good mix because he he's got an old school style but he still has got that like summer country vibe Mm-hmm. Don't be like him. All right, so what were we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> You're massively distracted. Um, yeah, they all arrive at Trent's cabin. They're all admiring it. They walk in. Um, Nolan gets down, puts his feet up on the table, and Trent yells at him, get your feet off the table, and then immediately tells them, make yourselves a home. <laughs> Yeah, Mikasa, Sukasa. Just don't put your feet on the fucking table. Yeah, just just don't do anything that you would normally do when you're on vacation as a bunch of dumb college kids. Yeah. All right. Otherwise, hey. Watch your drink. Watch your drive. Watch your drive. (laughs) 
you know, yeah. I, oh, I, I, I need to tell you about this. This is completely off topic again. I'm sorry. Uh, went and saw Scream 2 last night, right? Mm-hmm. And because uh, they had the 25th anniversary screening, uh, it was just a two day thing for Fathom events. And I, when I, we got there, I, there was also going to be like four other people there, but then some other people came in. And there was this couple behind me that I think they were speaking Spanish, but I, I it honestly was pissing me off so much I chose not to tell. Um, but dude, like they wouldn't shut up. Hmm. And like, I was, if you're talking about the movie, that's fine. Cause like I thought for sure me and Nick were gonna be annoying because we laughed at dumb things that nobody would laugh at because we have all these inside jokes and memes on Scream Two, mm. like the oh Sid thing that we always do. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh Sid, Sid. <laughs> yeah. Like so we were like laughing every time Dewey ran. We were fucking laughing our ass off. Um, but like that's one thing if you're talking about the movie and laughing about the movie. But they were just having a full on fucking conversation about nothing, like completely unrelated to anything. Um, and I was like Jesus Christ. I was so close. I've never been so close in a theater to just being like, shut the fuck up. I was like, literally, I was like, okay, if they speak Spanish, I'm going to look at, I'm going to translate it on my phone. And I'm going to have my phone say it. I'm going to put my phone on full blast <laughs> and just have Google translate, say, shut the fuck up to these people. <laughs> it, was, it was pissing me off, man. I was like, come on. The fact, I, how many times you'd be able to see Scream 2? And this is the first time I've ever even seen anywhere where Scream 2 is playing in theaters. Mm. So it's like, why would you do this to me? Just leave. Also, dude, Everybody in the theater, except for two people, walked out before the credits started rolling after she said started playing. It's like, what is wrong with you? Like, like literally, like when Cotton was being interviewed or they were trying to interview Cotton, he's like, and yeah, there, indeed, there was a time and indeed a price. Like that part, everyone walked out. I was like, what are you doing? How, how dare you? <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> how dare you? We were in there. We watched, we watched like the whole credits because there's like three great songs in the credits and Scream 2. Hmm. I'm I'm a hundred percent certain that everybody that walked out at the end, I guarantee they were there because they thought it was a sequel to the new scream. Oh yeah, probably. I guarantee it. Guarantee fucking tea. They saw it like pop up on they were going through like AMC site or they saw like a poster or something, like, oh my god, the new one's out, let's go see it. <laughs> and then they got there and they're like, this looks like it's from the nineties. <laughs> Because it is weird. <laughs> weird. Wow, it has a two in the title. Weird. <laughs> yeah. 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 I don't know, but but uh, it was still fun. That's good. I I literally uh, there because like Dewey's Dewey's big line the you know how do you know that my dim witted experience isn't merely subtle form manipulation used to lower people's expectation thereby enhance my ability to effectively maneuver in any given situation. I just like yeah, whip that, that out, <laughs> whip that out right in the movie. <laughs> 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 I took I took like an hour when I was a kid to learn that and it just never went away. Nice. In my head forever now. All right. It's <laughs> a good time. <laughs> <laughs> Overall though, I would uh, recommend it. And I swear to God in 2025, if they don't do a Scream 3 screening, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> it needs to happen. I wonder if they will. I wonder if they will. They fucking better. If they're releasing the, the Steelbook... You got to do a screening for it. Yeah. Those fucking seal books don't come available here. Pisses me off. God damn it. I, I literally have my screen on, one right here. Still sealed. I haven't opened it yet. I'm going to go on a 55 fucking minute rant about the shit that does not come here. This goddamn October. No Terrifier 2. No Hellraiser. The goddamn fucking Scream Factory uh, Halloween 4K set. Not available here. Can't believe Walmart canceled my order. 
I think they should have been held responsible. <laughs> I think they should have held. They should have been held responsible and fucking had to take the bullet, man. Yeah, take they, the loss. They, they had to just pay Shout Factory what they didn't get. They've done that with NECA before. That's why I was like, yeah, it's probably going to get kicked because they put up uh, NECA products, these other things at lower price than what they should be, and then they cancel orders. It's fucking this stupid. Is, yeah. They screwed up. You got to eat it. Yep. Scream Factory might have barked at them, too. It's like, take oh, that shit down. Well, yeah. Well, listen, take it down. Fine. But you got to fulfill the orders that were already purchased. It's your fault. Yeah. Did they take money? Like, did they charge you? No, they don't charge. They don't charge. They ship. Uh, That's why they were able to do it then. Yeah. Still, fuck them. Yeah. I just wanted my. I don't. Because I think it's overpriced as all hell. Like, it's like (laughs) a hundred over a hundred bucks for three movies. I get their 4K, but like, dude, I. It's the same price I would pay if I actually bought them individually 4K. So that you're selling them in a set that's supposed to save money. You're fucking me over right now. I don't even want to mention how much I paid because I'm buying from Amazon US. It's stupid. So what, you had to pay a bunch for shipping? Yeah, it was like, oh, Jesus. It was uh, over 130-some dollars, I think. Yeah, I got, yeah, dude, fucking $105 for this shit. Yeah. That's oh, just, yeah that is nonsense. Yeah, especially when it's for the not a lot of the not good Halloweens. I get it's 4K as well, but the fact that I can go get the Friday the 13th big ass collection for 80 bucks. Yeah. And 105 for for that shit. I don't know. Which yeah, anyone listening, if you're if you still need that Friday the 13th Screen Factory box set, it's on sale for 80 bucks right now, US. Yeah. Uh jump on that <laughs> cuz that's a that's an amazing deal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's, it, definitely get that set. It's worth it. Um, yeah, but yeah, like especially because two of the movies in this 4K set, six and Resurrection, are so heavily hated. It's like <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ, man! I gotta pay 105 bucks just to get H2O. I mean, I want Res- <laughs> I want Resurrection. But I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I don't understand why it's so overpriced. Yeah, I think it's I think it's a, a licensor issue, but probably whatever. that's why it's not available in Canada. They tried to get the international rights, and the licensor was like, "No." Like, okay, I yeah. get it. You hate us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, shit sucks. Nah. Um, yeah, back to Friday the Thirteenth. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, we're at the point where Clay goes. He's still on the hunt for for Whitney, and he goes to this random stranger's house and. Uh, she's very blunt with him. She's like, Clay, she's dead. dead. <laughs> People go missing around here. They're gone for good. Yeah, Clay, I love that line so much. People go um, missing around here. They're gone for good. Um, This, because she's like, we just want to be left alone. And so does he. I was thinking like, they could do more with this character. Is she, I was thinking maybe she's related to Pamela and Jason. Or she's, like, I think she's just supposed to take the place of Crazy Ralph. Yeah, correct. That's what but, I think. But I was like, I don't know. I could, maybe a little bit more with her. But they yeah, don't. It could be, could be, uh, you know. Auntie? Yeah, Auntie <laughs> Auntie Voorhees. Yeah. Aunt Janet. Aunt Janet Voorhees. <laughs> um, uh, 
So that's that. And then he and back to the cabin from there. Then they're all uh, they're doing whatever the shaking where you shake a, a one beer up and it's a you know you you Russian roulette that bitch and whoever gets the the shaken up beer loses. Yeah, whatever. And of course, it's chewy and the beer sprays everywhere and they cheer and Trek comes over. Hey guys, watch the floors. It's stained oak. This is an outside game. It is but, an outside but, game. I kind of agree, but <laughs> Jesus, man, like it'll be okay. But it'll be know, okay. Mikasa Sukas. <laughs> Mikasa Sukas. All right. Uh, yeah, then he, he goes outside and he has the this is probably like the one good moment for Trent the whole movie where him and Jenna share a nice fun conversation and um he seems likable at this one moment for about thirty seconds. Yeah. She's like, Hey, you wanna go on a hike? He's like, Well, I'd like to, but can't leave them alone, you know, a bunch of drunken hoodlums in there. Yeah. And uh yeah, they just, and he's like, hey, you want some exercise? You know, because I got this great move. I need someone to practice with. And she's like, oh, very charming, very charming, which I don't like that. I, don't, it's something of, I like Daniel Panamer, but the way she says that is just bad. I just, yeah. I don't like the delivery. I just, but um, yeah, she walks out and he's like, will you get me a beer? Yeah. <laughs> and uh Yeah. And then uh, we cut to Trent, don't we? Going to the the barn. Uh, Clay. Yeah. Clay. Clay. Fuck Trent. Jesus. Stop calling Jared Padalecki Trent. I swear to God. Yeah. Um, Jared <laughs> Padalecki pulls up on this barn and uh, this property and the, there's a wood chipper going and this fucking hick is in there. Um, Donnie, I guess his name is, I think. Kyle Davis. Um He's in there just throwing shit into the wood chipper and Clay scares him. He fucking turns around. He's like, he shuts it off. He's like, oh, you're some lucky. I came this close to hit the start button on the whoop ass machine, boy. And like Jared <laughs> Padalecki is like towering over him. He's like, yeah, it's like, moose. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no. They call him Moose and Supernatural because he's so big because he's so tall. Yeah. He's only 6'4". Yeah. He right, said it makes the, it hard for him to get roles because he's so tall. Oh, shut up. That's what he said. But, he, got, uh, he got half his roles because he's so tall and handsome. He's so handsome. <laughs> he's so handsome. 6'4 <laughs> <laughs> is not that tall, though. Like, Derek Mears is 6'5. Yeah. Just start doing what Derek does and do all the monster roles. Yeah, you could do that. Um, yeah, well, he's Walker, Texas Ranger now, so. Yeah, I think he's, he's doing okay. He'll be fine. Yeah. Um, yeah, he uh, he's just like, hey, have you seen this girl? And the fucking Donnie looks at it. He's like, nah, man, wish I had, but I hadn't. <laughs> wish I had. <laughs> yeah. And Clay's like, okay, well, take, see ya. And then Donnie's like, hey, you want to buy some weed? I found a whole bunch of it just growing out there. Sell it to you. He's like, nah, it's okay. You sure? Yeah, okay. It's a good town. <laughs> Fuck your shit up, boy. <laughs> uh, as, as uncomfortable as Donnie makes me feel, I do love him. Yeah. <laughs> like you're about one second away from pushing the button on the whoop ass machine, boy. <laughs> Donnie, I think you would have ended up in that wood chipper. <laughs> I didn't need to start saying that. I gotta find a way to sneak that into my daily vocabulary. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say that while golfing today. I don't know the context of it, but I'm gonna say it. 
Maybe I'll record it. I'll figure it out. <laughs> I'll record it. I came up that close to the start button on the whoop ass machine, boy. Everybody just looking at you. What? <laughs> oh, uh, I love it. I love it so much. <laughs> um, okay. Then we uh, we cut back to the cabin, and uh, I, I can't remember where uh, Chelsea and Nolan are about to go. Uh, they, They're going to wanna... check out the lake. Oh, yeah, they want to check out the other side of the lake, and then Trent offers his truck over because he, he was convinced by Jenna to, you know, be – to relax and just let him have fun. So he's like, yeah, I trust them. I'll, I'll, let, I'll let you take the truck. And then he, he, as they walk away, uh, he tells Nolan, he's like, just don't touch the boat. All right, just bring, bring the gas down to the boat, but don't touch the boat. <laughs> yeah. And, of course, yeah, they, they're going to take the boat. Yeah, because they, they start driving and they're like cruising, they're bouncing over bumps dude, and everything. And oh my god, it makes me so mad. It's like because that's a that's a nice car, dude. That Cadillac Escalade, mm-hmm. and he is just driving it like a monster, like just nailing these potholes and just hauling ass down these <laughs> this dirt road. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> He's gonna notice that. <laughs> if I if I ever gave my truck to one of my friends and they drove it like that, I'd fucking kill him. What are you doing? <laughs> Hit the start button. <laughs> exactly um yeah and nolan's like what does it say about me that the second trent said don't take my boat out it was guaranteed i would breathe and chelsea's like it says you're a sociopath and what does it mean that i find that hot it means you're also a sociopath (laughs) i will never understand uh people that uh, romanticize like serial killers and shit yeah uh uh, that, that's a big conversation going on right now because of Dahmer. The Dahmer series, yeah. Yeah. And Evan Peters playing Dahmer, who's a good looking dude. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't, after watching Dahmer, I'm like, if you're attracted to anything I just saw, what the fuck is wrong with you people? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What is wrong with you people? Like, yeah. I get like Ted Bundy was a good looking dude too, but like, dude, he like massacred people. Like, what is wrong with you? Yeah. <sighs> crazy especially if you go look up the real photos like the real polaroids of Dahmer, and you're still like oh he's so cute uh no get some help <laughs> no yeah. wrong with you? <laughs> jesus well, christ yeah that's why i was like found it weird that at flashback they were selling paintings of like gacy and uh manson and yeah like uh um kane's handler uh, I'll just say her name just in case. I don't want. I don't want to. Yeah. To put her. Uh, you know. I don't want to publicize her like that. Um. <laughs> but she. She has a thing for for Gacy or not Gacy. Um, Manson. Manson. Yeah. She has like a. Freaking, she had Manson pants on. She's got a Manson. Uh, the phone popper thing. Yeah. <laughs> I give her shit for it all the time. Though. I'm like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> what, that is like one of the worst examples too. Like the guy. I mean, he didn't kill anybody. Well, I mean. Yeah, but <laughs> he just created a cult to convince people to kill people. It's different. It's fine. It's like uh, Tobin Bell in, in Saw. Yeah, like, like Jigsaw, yeah. Huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, okay. So back uh, to F13 again. And uh, Clay now has uh, worked his way over to the cabin and uh, he Jenna answers the door and they have a little conversation. She's obviously into him. Who wouldn't be? <laughs> old moose she can't help it she's like god damn you're padlocky <laughs> yeah damn that padlocky charm <laughs> and yeah. um yeah she invites him in and um of course trent comes around and jen's like oh trent you remember clay yeah sure i remember clay 
what's he doing in my house? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, she's like, well, he's just looking for something. Bree's like, beer, new guy? And he's like, no, no. No, no. He doesn't even, he has flyers to hand out, right? I think we should have gotten the Clay Bree sex scene instead. Yeah. <laughs> write, th- write it down. Um, But, uh, yeah, he, he says, so, you know, basically, like, Trent and Clay don't like each other. Clay has that line where he says, uh, you know, so I'd probably leave now before I get pissed off. And Clay's like, yeah? What happens what then? Happens, you know, what happens <laughs> then? I would love to see that. We'll see them getting a tussle. Yeah. And Trent, like, looks like, what the fuck did you just say? And um, so Clay leaves. Jenna leaves with him. Je- Jenna leaves with him. I get Trent's a dick. Jenna barely knows this guy, right? She knows yeah. that his name is Clay. He's looking for his sister. But she leaves with him, leaving her boyfriend, leaving this house, and she just goes all around the lake with him all fucking day. Yeah. Like, I, yeah, really, you really can't blame Trent for having sex with Bree. Like, I know, it is, yes, it is douchey. He is, he is cheating on her. But, like, dude, what was he supposed to think, you know? Yeah. I, I don't know. I to, to me, if it was a, it was a situation I was in where this is like a, a newer relationship, and my girlfriend just walked out of me with the very handsome Jared Padalecki, <laughs> I would say that's the end of our relationship. I'm going to break up with her anyway. So yeah, fuck. Hey, Brie was offering. <laughs> yeah, Brie was offering. Might as well. Yeah, I mean, fuck. <laughs> yeah, safe to say their relationship was over, regardless of who cheated on who. Uh, it was it wasn't looking too hot. So. No. So, you know what? Fair um, game all around. Fair game all around. Yeah. I think Jenna should have had sex with Jared. Would have been fine with me. Yeah. Why not? I just want to see Sam have sex. With, oh, I mean, Sam. Sam have sex with somebody. <laughs> Sam have sex. For God's <laughs> sake, let the man get laid. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, they walk out and Jenna's like, hey, you want some company? Oh, yeah, sure. Okay. So, they take off on Clay's little bike. And uh, they've pretty much they they start. Uh, there's a scene with them walking, or what's the next scene? Uh, Donnie, Donnie, uh, Donnie's death scene. We're going to him. He's uh, right. carrying bags of weed into the the barn, and um, yeah, and he I mean he sits down. He's he's smoking over there, and he's looking through his little porn porno magazine. He he's licking the porn magazine. <laughs> Yeah, listen, there's there's some things you just don't do, okay? <laughs> that, that's one of them. Don't be licking your porno magazines, okay? Uh, yeah, and uh, he hears a, a noise upstairs. So he goes upstairs, he's walking through, and he he pulls a sheet off a mannequin. Uh, this mannequin has a name. I think it's Jenna? Uh, Gina. I think. Gina, yeah, and he, yeah. Uh, he has sex with this mannequin. <laughs> So, so yeah, so it seems so at least at some point in his past. Remember when he took my virginity? <laughs> yeah, and I would uh, love to know how he was having sex with this thing beyond just dry humping it. Uh, I don't understand how. Did you insert something into something? Because it's a fucking plastic mannequin, my guy. It wasn't exactly <laughs> made for that. He, yeah, I mean, there's a whole other movie about donnie and his adventures with uh, Gina. I, I guess so and um, uh he's like 
he's he's talking about how he's going to bang this mannequin again. Meanwhile, behind him, out of focus, Jason steps out and is walking around. Donnie turns around and sees Jason, throws a couple punches, um, knocks the sack off his head. We get a little bit of a glimpse at Jason's face in this one. Um, better than Versus. Still not great, but it's better than Versus. Um, yeah. Um, you don't see a whole lot of it. Uh, he Anyway, Jason pulls a machete out. Cuts Donnie's throat. Donnie dies. This is one of my favorite throat slits. It's just so mm-hmm. clean. I love the having a long ass machete like that and slicing it perfectly from a distance and just to, just enough to slice his throat. Yeah, I appreciate. Yeah, it, it looks good. Uh, Donnie dies. Jason bends down to get the sack. Uh, notices uh, something else. Moves it. It's the hockey mask. I think this is the first time you hear the classic like. Kiki, yeah. key, ma, 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 this. You only hear it twice in this movie. Um, and Jason grabs the hockey mask. He puts it on. He looks in the mirror. He's like, yeah, it looks pretty good. And uh, he leaves with it. Definitely I more like, visibility, I would say. Yeah, I like the um, the deleted scene of how he got the hockey mask better. Yeah, the being on Donnie's head and cutting his head off. Cuts his head off and takes it off his head, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know why they changed that, because... Uh, yeah, it's a pretty neat kill. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. Wanted they they couldn't porn. have been too worried about an X rating as, you know, we have a full-on porno scene in here. <laughs> yep. I don't know. Maybe they thought the other scene was, like, better, more drawn out, more suspense, more tension or something. I don't know. But, um, so yeah, that's uh, Jason. That's how he gets his mask in this one. Yeah. Yeah, and from there we go... Uh, back to chelsea and nolan as they just take they're taking the gas to the boat and they're about to take the boat out it's like two second scene and we go back over to jenna and clay as they're walking and having a conversation uh really just about whitney um about how clay bailed when he was 17 and kind of left whitney behind to take care of uh to take care of their mother yeah and last time they talked they had a fight about how he wasn't there and and then clay's like excuse me and he finds the gps yeah. Um, apparently all these huge search parties and everything the cop was talking about, they put out there, missed it. Um, yeah, he finds it and he's like, huh. And they just keep walking. Yeah, it's kind of, well, I mean, it's weird that he'd even find it because technically he should then be next to a bunch of marijuana as well. Um, yeah, because it was. Which, I, which you think the cops would have found too? I. <laughs> Yeah, you think they would have found all that weed, but maybe they yeah, did, was, but I don't know. They just well, left it was, there. Since, yeah, since Donnie uh, has it all, I would say probably not. That's true. Yeah. No, uh, these cops weren't very thorough, I guess. No, they just went out in the woods. Look, you see her? No. All right, we tried. Right. <laughs> yeah, they, they don't find the campsite either. And like, listen, I understand that Jason got rid of the tents and whatnot, but the fire itself the blood he cleaned all that up you guys couldn't find anything because at the very least you would see the tracks that they left by flattening down all the grass around them where they had the tents you think you just find something that would tell you that somebody camped out there jason was out there (laughs) fixing the grass and everything i don't there's no way to hide all that i no. I, you could get close i guess and maybe finding the actual spot would be difficult but i don't know yeah. Um, 
But yeah, Clay and Clay and Jen, Jenna do end up at uh, at the camp. <laughs> yeah, eventually, uh, we we do come back again to uh, Chelsea and Nolan. And yeah, she's officially out there wakeboarding, which if this if the girl playing Chelsea could actually do this, it'd be the coolest shit in the world. But she definitely can't. She's out there jumping wakes and shit. It's very impressive. Yeah. And uh, of course, doing all this topless. Um, yeah, even cooler. Sexy and talented. I want to be that. <laughs> yeah. And um, <laughs> one or the other. <laughs> um. But uh, yeah, they're doing all these moves, and um, she eventually does fall off the board. Do we don't even get there yet? We're kind of between like five different scenes right now because we're then going to go over to beer pong, and oh, right. we, get, we get the shoot the boot scene. Oh god, yeah, he's sitting there at the balls, <laughs> the the fucking um the balls, and he's like he throws it and gets it. Chewie gets it, and then uh, they gotta shoot. You gotta shoot the boot, and Trent's like, "That's all you, babe." And it wasn't after losing ten in a row. Yeah, you should shoot the fucking boot, you losers. <laughs> yeah. Ten in a row. Goodness. And um, uh, so Chewie takes his his shoe off, fills it with beer, and he's like, "Shoot the boot, shoot the <laughs> boot." And Trent's like, "I'm not drinking out your sweaty ass sock, man. You're not e- your shoe, man. You're not even wearing socks." I was like, wait, if he was wearing socks, would you drink it then? It would be at least a little more reasonable. <laughs> but dude, barefoot, sweaty ass feet and those gross ass shoes. Nah, I ain't shooting no fucking boot. You can fight me, dude. <laughs> and then so Chewie's like, fuck it. And he drinks it himself. And I was like, oh, dude, that's disgusting. Yeah, he's to all the felching, welching, pussies of the world. <laughs> yeah, and then he fucking downs it. And then uh breathe is it Bree, right yeah it's like oh disgusting and i'm like yep yes yep 100 uh, percent. Yeah, that was gross there, there went fucking chewy's chance of getting laid god damn it <laughs> yep <laughs> uh but yeah then we cut back to the old the wakeboarding scene between chelsea and nolan and chelsea uh does eventually wipe out and as nolan is turning the boat around to go get her he gets shot in the head with an arrow yep you can, it's cool because you can like hear it before it hits him and then it it goes through he turns around <laughs> he gets hit there and he's like he turns around looks then he just drops dead yeah and uh he he falls on the uh like accelerator for the boat so the boat's like coming straight at chelsea and um she doesn't move she, uh, well she, i mean you wouldn't exactly think you're just gonna get hit by the damn thing you'd think it was gonna stop yeah, I guess. I have always wondered, though, like, if a boat, how much damage would a boat do when it hits you? You know, like, because you're theoretically just going to get shot underwater. Uh, as long as, you, like, could you just cover your head? I've always wondered this as somebody who, like, grew up on a boat. Like, if a boat's coming at me, I'm, and I'm like, if I'm tubing and a boat's coming at me, what do I do? Can I just put my hands on my head and will it just shoot me underwater? I don't know, because it's a large object coming at you with great speed. That right, right. I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I totally see how this could uh, fucking kill you. But I'm I, I just saying, like, <laughs> is there a way? Could I just, I mean, you really could just throw yourself underwater if you're quick enough. I was thinking that, too. And then I was like, you'd have to get low enough so that the motor didn't hit you. Like the Yeah, I feel like the motor would be the least of my concerns. Just, well, I mean, it's possible. Don't get me wrong. But it it is such an isolated spot. 
and it's only so far underneath the boat like based on the the shape of a boat it's only so far underneath that middle middle portion mm. unless you were in a if it was like a pontoon boat but that's different yeah you need you have plenty of time to get out of the wave as a pontoon boat theoretically <laughs> yeah um but she doesn't and the boat hits her and uh like splits gives her a really nasty cut and dazes her and uh she's like just wandering around in the water and then she eventually sees jason on land yeah yeah and at the same time right after she sees jason we cut back to clay and jenna and they just got to the big camp crystal lake sign that we saw earlier um and it's like two seconds but then we cut back to to chelsea and she now swam away and she got underneath a dock yeah the most obvious hiding spot in the entire lake to go to <laughs> and uh she looks up and sees jason walking you can the boards are separated so he's you see him as he walks between the boards and uh chelsea thinks she's safe and then jason drives a machete down her head lifts her up lets you see her boobs for a few seconds and then drops her down the water yeah th- thanks for that thanks for the one last titty shot for chelsea right. um apparently the original version of her death was to be um, she is out in the water and she sees Jason. She's too scared to go on land yeah. to swim in. And then she just eventually drowns from being injured and tired. You know what I would do if I saw somebody on one side of the lake standing there waiting for me to get out? Swim to the other side. You're fucking goddamn right. <laughs> yeah. I don't understand. Like, there is no reason she ever should get caught in this scenario unless he went into the water after her. Yeah. Dude, just go to the other side of the lake. Yeah. Right there. Like, that, that's it. It's <laughs> plenty big enough where you have plenty of time to get on the other side. He will not make it there in time. You're fine. Then I'll get it. You suck. Be better. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I do like the idea, though, of her just slow. If you could find a reason why she couldn't just go the other way. Mm. I like the idea of her to slowly losing energy, unable to tread water anymore. And then she just slowly drowns. Yeah, that's way more fucked up. That's like that's like the uh the version of the sleeping bag kill in this movie. Yeah. More sadistic just, and more like yeah. Yeah. If you could just find a way to make it work, because everyone's gonna be thinking, why not swim to the other side, you idiot? I guess you can make the other side really far and she doesn't have a lot of wind and she's like bleeding, she's the concuss concussion maybe is Yeah. But Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Beats me, but and they didn't go that way. So yeah. I wonder what happened to the boat. Do we ever? See, do we see what happened to the boat? No, because theoretically it kept going and it's on land somewhere now. Yep. <laughs> they should have shown that. I guess they didn't want to ruin the boat. Yeah. Cost too much money. Yep. Now we never see it again. Yeah. Um. But yeah, after that, it's officially nighttime. The sun has set. We're back with Clay and Jenna as they found the same cabin that we saw earlier. And they explore it in the exact same way. Find some interesting things. They find Jason's bed. Yeah. All of it. And then Jenna's like, so we should call the police. He's like, Clay says, yeah, the police aren't looking for her anymore. No one is but me. And Jenna's like, well, they should look again and look harder. Well, they should. But what are you basing that off of? The fact that this cabin is creepy? Yeah, you found a burnt, creepy doll. That's because that's like, all they really find is a yeah. creepy ass doll. Like, there's it's not funny. much to it, you know. And then they 
they leave and they're heading out and Clay's like, oh, I gotta, I guess switch my batteries out of the flashlight and they get down to, he gets down to like try and do that. And then they hear Jason coming or they're like, someone's coming. So they go and hide underneath the uh, stack of canoes and uh, they see Jason. He's carrying a decapitated body. Um, don't know whose body it is, but um, it's Jason probably supposed to be Donnie's from earlier. I think it is. I think we can even see like a little bit of like a plaid shirt on it or something. I don't know. Could be, yeah, because he just leaves Chelsea to. Uh, yeah, she's, she's just in the water still. Yeah, we, we see her later, and she's just like on the shore, like in the water, but like just yeah, they're dead. Um. Jason finds the backpack and uh, he's like, someone's here. And he goes over and turns on the power, like the, the floodlights and all this, the searchlights or whatever, and just starts throwing these canoes. And uh, he clears them all out. Doesn't find anybody. You see that Jenna and Clay have moved. Uh, they're now hiding behind a tree. Jason can't find him. So he picks up the backpack, picks up the body and walks off. Um, Clay wants to follow him. Jenna's like, no, we got to get back and tell my friends. So they do that. They leave to go back and tell the friends. Yeah. And this is the, is this the first legitimate time we see Whitney? Cause yeah. yeah, after they run away, we cut down underneath into the tunnels and whatnot. And we see Whitney and Whitney is still alive. Yeah. And at the beginning, after the title comes up, it says this is six weeks later. Yeah, so he's I don't been, know what she's been eating and drinking for six weeks, but she looks fine. <laughs> yeah, she actually doesn't look that bad at all. She's got a nice little bed. Uh, yeah. She's got her own little lanterns and stuff. <laughs> and yeah, it looks cozy. But right. I mean, yeah, whatever he... I mean, again, look at Jason, dude. He's shredded. He's got to be getting some sort of protein in. So I guess he's just feeding her the animals that he's been eating all these years. I guess, because... Yeah, six weeks, no food or water. She should be dead. But oh yeah, no, he's he's definitely been taking <laughs> care of her in some way, shape, or form. Um, yeah, but yeah, the, uh, she she is chained up, and uh, Jason or Clay and Jen are running, and they hit a trip wire, and uh, it rings a little bell, and uh, Whitney screams, no one can hear, and then Jason. You know, he hops down to the tunnels. There's these trap doors like everywhere in the camp that Jason uses to get at, down in these old abandoned mine tunnels. And he's walking. He carries the dead body, walks by Whitney, and he uh, throws the body somewhere. Then he comes out and goes to his his sharpening wheel. Yeah. And uh, gets that going, starts to sharpen the machete and remembers what happened to his mom so he has a moment where he flips the fuck out starts destroying the place and uh he goes up to whitney grabs her but then he stops and she's like it's okay it's okay jason and he drops her and takes off again yeah every time he sees a locket he calms down or something I... yeah so similar similar to part two in the way that jenny was able to bamboozle jason it, it's similar I, how Whitney does it. I remember when this was movie was announced and there was a thing that came out that Jason takes a hostage. I was like, that's fucking stupid. Jason doesn't take hostages. He just kills everything in his path. But 
then haven't seen the movie. I don't mind it that he takes Whitney hostage and like keeps her because she looks kind of like his mom. Like I, I don't hate it surprisingly. Yeah, it's yeah. Well, I I don't care. It's fine. Yeah, I think it works with this Jason. Um, yeah. So he he takes off Whitney and or Clay and Jenna do like they they check out the the wire briefly. Uh, and then well they take off back and then we're back at the cabin and uh oh fucking what's his name Chewie and Lawrence are watching Bree yeah dancing, uh, dancing. <laughs> Uh, yeah, dancing, slamming a bottle of champagne. Yep, and she's being all sexy, and Chewie's like, "In my next life, I want to come back as a button on that ass pocket of her jean shorts." <laughs> 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 and uh, Lawrence is like, "Just go fucking talk to her," and she's like, "I have a better chance of fucking a penguin than I do that girl." <laughs> and um, yeah. I mean, at least she's putting on a show for him. At least they're gonna be involved. Yeah. Trent, you know, he's all upset. He's like looking out the window. He's pissed off that Jenna left with Clay. Yeah, again, Ben, I, I totally get it. Yeah. <laughs> I totally and get it, dude. He's like, fucking Jared Padlock. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. Why is he so handsome? <laughs> Why am I not that handsome? God damn it. God damn it. Um, if you see some, like, if you see some kind of current pictures, or I don't know how current, but if you look up Travis Van Winkle, I mean, he's shredded. I, he, there was a time. I don't know if it's now because you said you, you saw like a gray-haired photo of him. I don't. I don't. You just do look up Travis Van Winkle on Google Images, and you'll find some Thor-looking images of him. I mean, he was yoked. Uh, yeah, he's on the show You, and in that show, he's insanely jacked. Wow, you know he's in uh, the he's in the Transformers movie, and he's also named Trent. In that. Trent, yeah, same universe, same guy. Yeah, don't you know? Amazing, find him dunes. That's true. God damn. <laughs> Jason versus Optimus Prime. <laughs> I God damn it. I want to see it. <laughs> but obviously, yeah, so Transformers happened first, which is accurate. That's the order they came out. Yep. So, yeah, I would. they should have had a joke. They should have had a joke where he said something about, um, hey, I mean, it could be worse. It could be fucking robots taking over the world or something like that. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, um. So like yeah, he's all like pouty and um and then Lawrence or Chewie has a shot glass and Lawrence lights it. So now like his shot has a little flame. You ever, you ever done that? You ever done the, the lit no. shot thing? Yeah, me neither, and I won't for this reason. <laughs> I will be dumb, I'll drink it too slow, I'll panic and then fire everywhere. Burnt lip. <laughs> Burnt the whole or the whole house I, burns down. I have a buddy, I actually have like a video somewhere on my phone uh who tried doing this. I wasn't there. Thank God. I'd have been so pissed off um, <laughs> that he panicked in the middle of taking the shot and like spit it out fire all over the house. Like the whole <laughs> kitchen, the whole kitchen like started on fire. I'm like, you idiot. <laughs> God <laughs> damn it. Yeah. That, fuck. <laughs> that would happen. Yeah. Um, Chewie goes up and Trent like look, sees him and he's like, oh, fuck. And then Chewie goes up and he uh, has the drink and Chelsea walks up to him or Bree, sorry, walks up to him all sexy and sensual. And she's like, did you forget how to drink that? You just put it to your lips, blow and suck. And then 
he uh he puts it up to his lip and it burns his lip because yeah it would <laughs> and he yeah. flips and he falls over the chair he breaks his chair and Trent's like fuck dude you broke my dad's fucking chair and he's like oh my lip I don't give a shit about your lip this is a family heirloom and uh <laughs> Chewie's like oh shit Trent sorry I can fix it I, I just need some tools He's like, you better pull some MacGyver shit and go out of the fucking tool shed and get some tools, you fucking idiot. And um, Chewie's like, don't worry. They don't call me the wood wizard because I masturbate a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and so he takes off and and then uh, he's Trent's all pissed and Bree's like, come on, come on. don't He'll fix it. Let's go finish this. So she leads him off to the bedroom. And Lawrence gets out. He's like, that's an ugly fucking chair anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and I like... Um, Chewy, he's cut to him going down the this long ass trail to the the uh, tool shed. And he, he's like, "Hi, my name's Trent. My daddy bent me over the chair and beat me when I was little. So you have to fix it." <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I love Aaron Hughes so much. Yeah, he's he's good. Um, he gets to the tool shed, and when he's like, sees the bug zapper, and he's like, "Whoa." Cause he's like stoned. Um, he goes in. He's like, "Holy fuck! Yeah, you're rich. Poor people call this a house." It's true. It's it's a good size little shed down there. Yeah, he's walking around. He sees like these. Um, oh my god, uh, water goggle. Fuck, are they called? I mean, goggles is accurate. Yeah, I guess so. Water goggles, and he's like, "You never use this." He, Fucking throws it on the ground, skis and everything else. He he opens up this uh, metal cabinet. And he's like, "Oh, found the lit." He, he's like, "Oh," and uh, he's like, "Trent, I knew there was a reason to be your friend." He finds all the wine, yeah, and takes a swig of it. And he's like, "Oh, God, it's good." He's like, "More?" Oh no, you don't have to force it on me. He yeah. drinks more, and he's like, "Oh, you can grease wheels with this shit." He's like, "Payment for being a douchebag." Yeah, and, it just smells like money. Yeah, just uh, just smells like money. Yeah. <laughs> um, From there, uh, we cut to the, the best moment of the movie. The sex scene. Yep, the sex scene starts. Um, Brie takes off her top. And yeah, there's got to be like top three F-13 boobs, I would say. And uh, top, top one. Top, well, I mean, Deborah Voorhees always wins top one. So I, I, I know everybody says that, but like, I think Bree's I don't know, better. Bree's got the whole package, dude. Yeah, like this is a porn star. I, I know she's not, but dude, <laughs> she could be. She fucking could be. Um, I suppose. Uh, I suppose Deborah Voorhees literally was a a bunny. She was a play bunny. So yeah, it's true. I mean, what else is she? Is uh, Juliana Gill? Is she just known for doing a lot of sex scenes? I don't know. I doubt it. But now, I think about this. I I think I remember telling her telling a story in an interview about her parents at the premiere. Oh god! I was like, oh no! You let, you let your parents go? Like, were you transparent with what they're going to see? It's one thing like if your mom sees it, fine. But dude, like, you made your dad do that. That's fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness, dude. How as a father, what are you thinking? Ooh. Like, what, like you, you can't, you can't look, bro. It's like, oh no. my oh, God, jeez, God, oh my God, what has Hollywood done to my little girl? <laughs> if I ever think about why I don't want a daughter someday, I think about this scene. Like, I can't, I can't, 
Can't Good do God. it. No. <laughs> yeah. But that was my son. It's fine, right? All of a sudden, yeah. We we don't we don't we don't ask ourselves what's wrong. Well, man, I wonder what. I was, wonder, yeah. <laughs> that is. This is just a. It's uh. You know. It's. I don't know what the word I'm looking for is. Uh. It's the same thing of like you know you see you see a young little boy at Hooters. You're like, oh, that's fine. But if you, you know, you send in a little girl into fucking Magic Mike, it's a different story, isn't it? <laughs> it's a different story, isn't it? It's a double standard. That's what I'm looking for. It's a double standard where it's like, yeah, oh, my God, how dare her parents see this? But then it's like for him, for fucking uh, for uh, Travis Van uh, Van Winkle, it's like, yeah, dude, his parents are probably like, yeah, woo, my boy. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Double standards, man. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> the sex scene starts. Um, Bree takes her top on. And Trent's like, oh, your tits are so fucking juicy, dude. <laughs> Why are you calling her dude? That's weird. Because yeah, they're, they're just friends. <laughs> they're just friends. Yeah, just guess. friends having a good time. He's um, like, you got perfect nipple placement. <laughs> I wonder uh, if he just made all that shit up. There's no way that that they scripted perfect nipple placement. I feel like there is improvisation going on. Well, well yeah, once you're doing that scene for so long, you got to just start having fun with it, I think. Yep. It probably was not fun to shoot, even for the side of Travis Van Winkle. It probably was not. It, it was maybe fun at first having a naked <sighs> girl on top of you, but eventually, dude, it's it just... It's like having like... blue balls for hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because you're just doing this like fake sex over and over, and you have all these people around, right? Yeah. Like the cameraman, the director, the sound guy, the you know. So it's like, what the? Yeah, I'm sure it was very uncomfortable, awkward, and yeah, the paycheck probably helped though. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> um, but yeah, meanwhile, uh, during this, Lawrence is out in the living room and uh, smoking weed. And he's like, you know, I, I guess I guess I got to fit in, too. So he's just going to fucking jerk his dick out there in the middle of the living room. Good for him. <laughs> All these windows around and everything. He's like, he's like, he grabs a magazine. He's like, come on, what you got for me? What? Not a damn <laughs> swimsuit? No, the goddamn winter catalog. <laughs> yeah. He finds like this random uh, woman <laughs> sipping hot cocoa. He's like, going to have to do. <laughs> he's like, uh, yeah. He's like, all right, lady, I'm about to ruin your perfect day. <laughs> about to ruin your perfect day. And then he, he starts to like, you know, do it. And then he looks up at the deer head. <laughs> the deer head's like sitting there. He's like, he turns his back to the deer head. <laughs> <laughs> he's got his Kleenexes and shit, too. Yeah. He's got a box of Kleenex there. Uh, yeah. But- yeah, right when he's about to to whip his dick out. Uh, Which, by the way, Chewie's coming back. Right. Right, with the tools. Yeah, unless he's planning on blowing a load here in the next 30 seconds, I'd say he's going to get caught regardless. Fuck. Uh, you, can only get, you can only get off so quickly in the winter catalog. Trust me. I, it's, <laughs> it's an endeavor. You can put some extra thought into that one. Um but yeah, uh, Clay and Jenna storm in uh, before he can really get started, and <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, they're he's talk, they're telling him that hey, there's somebody out there. There's a guy out there um, carrying a and, dead body, and I yeah. say, you fuck with right now because it's not cool because I just finished smoking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, Clay calls the cops. At least he tries. Does it even go? Th- does he? Does the yeah, phone line's it, dead? It does. No, it it goes yeah. through, and then he's like, "Okay." He's like, "I'm out. At, I'm out at Crystal Lake at a house." 
yeah, that's it. Okay. <laughs> he's like, uh, okay, all right. See you later. They're sending someone. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, and where's of course, what? Right, Jenna's like, where's, uh, where's Trent and Bree? They're in the bedroom. Yeah. And then cut back to the sex scene. Cameras are now whipped out. Everyone's fully naked. We're seeing way more than I ever thought I would. Yeah. Uh, again, better than the average porn scene. And Bree, the way she's moving, like, God damn. She, she's like, I don't know. She's, yeah, she's shout, good at what she does. Yeah, shout out to Trent for lasting so long because <laughs> yeah. most people watching didn't last that long. <laughs> the whole theater. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no wonder this uh, movie did so well. <laughs> yeah, and he wasn't all that drunk either, man. Like he was I mean, I guess they finished the bottle of champagne, but I I mean he wasn't drinking all that much from what we saw. So yeah. He yeah. was he was too busy being upset over Jenna, which fair enough. Yeah. Um yeah. <laughs> They're, they're going at it. She has the camera, and he's like, this better not go on the fucking internet. And he's like, they're going. He's like, these would win in a fucking titty contest. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah. wow. It's, yeah. This sex scene, I'm telling you, like, no other F-13 movie can compare. Yeah, again, not even the one is, in... This is straight porn. We're never going to... like. No. <laughs> Not I even can't even think one. of a sex scene that compares to this. Uh, the only Ameri- one, like an American release film, that is. Yeah, no, I, I, I don't know. The only other Friday film that has any kind of sex that goes on is Jason Goes to Hell, like in the tent. Yeah, but even that doesn't come close. close. Yeah, yeah, nowhere close. Like we're seeing, dude. Like we get full shots. Of her ass and um, yeah, of her from behind, like and yeah, like dude, I'm basically seeing into fucking Trent's cooch, like, <laughs> yeah. like Jesus Christ, man, like uh, it, it is, yeah, it's, she it's hard to, to believe, it's hard to believe they even how you can even fake it, honestly. Like, where is she, where's his dick? Tell me where his dick is. I don't I don't understand. Where do you so, hide it? He must have been wearing <laughs> where do you hide it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I have to know. I, like, so but, she, I'm, but she seriously, looks, though. she looks completely <laughs> naked. Yeah, and I'm sure he's wearing. I think they call it a cock sock. Cock sock yeah. yeah, and so I'm sure he's wearing that, or in like skin colored tights or yeah. something. But dude, she's we get an ass shot. She looks completely naked. Yeah, we get several wide shots of of them, and it's yeah. I don't again. I don't know where's his dick. Where they put it. I, this is why. This is why I think about the behind the scenes on this. I'm like, they just had sex, right? Like you guys just filmed them having sex, and that was the end of it. Like, I don't understand I mean, how else you did this. Like, back in part five, like we talked about, they cut the sex scene down <laughs> because they thought it was too much. But in the remake, they're like, nah, fuck it. It's good. Yeah. We need it all. Yeah, yeah it's 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 a lot. Uh, but yeah, Jenna uh, runs up and is knocking on the door and trying to tell them that there's a guy out there. There's a guy out there. Um <laughs> And yeah. Then, yeah, Trent's just like, oh, they're they're fucking with us. Uh, yeah. Just just ignore them and fuck off. And Jenna's like, Trent. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she doesn't. She that. doesn't seem to care. Like she knows, and she does not. She doesn't really seem to care that much about what's actually happening. Just actually, just wants to warn them. Yeah, well, she's got clay. Yeah, I mean, come on. You think Trent <laughs> compares to clay? The second she walked out that door, she forgot who Trent was. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's hard to yeah. blame. The guy's mesmerizing. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but then we, we cut back to the, the work shed and uh Chewie has now found a basketball and is having a good time and somehow messes dribble up so much that the ball bounces into his head like an idiot. Yeah. And then he grabs a hockey stick. Oh yes, of course. Says uh does he say like this is a man's sport? 
He's like, yeah, now this is a man's sport. And he's like, it's even it's even curved to the left, like my penis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I remember my uh, friend of mine, who's a huge hockey fan, he, he very much appreciated that Chewie called that a man's sport. Well, um, yeah, I mean, it's who would say otherwise? <laughs> like, um, it's already hard enough just to ice skate, but then you're getting it's hard to handle a puck, and then you're getting hit by grown ass men. You're taking pucks. I mean, how many hockey players out there are missing teeth? I mean, <laughs> significant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like a trope of hockey. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I will say hockey's uh, final. I'm not a hockey fan, but. Oh. Uh, which I know like every Canadian's going to like attack me now, but um, their elimination and their like, you know, Stanley cup playoffs is fucking ridiculous, man. Like it Why? should be because like, the, the, it should the be like the NFL. Yeah. It should be like the NFL. If you lose, you're out, not you lose. Well, you still got like 20 well, chances. I mean, almost every sport is like a, it's a series based playoffs. Um, and the only reason football isn't is because it is very difficult to play that many football games. Like, I mean, they play 17 games uh, plus playoffs versus, you know, hockey plays a hundred plus games. Baseball plays a hundred plus games. It's, it's the one sport where like the next day you can't fucking walk, you know, <laughs> yeah. like, it, it's a brutal sport. Um, so yeah, I get it. I get it. Yeah. I, I wish I wish football could do multiple games because, like, you it, there's so many times where you play a team multiple times, even in the NFL, like where you're playing multiple people in your division, and you'll beat them once, and then you'll lose to them, and then you'll beat them again, and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. It's like that's why series are probably a better way to find who's really is the better team because you got to win multiple times, you got to actually be the better team versus getting lucky once. Yeah. So you know, what? you know what? Shut up. You know what? Shut up. Shut up. Just a curious question. Do you guys call May 24th, May 2-4? Or no. That, you never heard that? All right. That's no. a Canadian that? thing. That's just what, what we, that? it's just May 2-4. This is May, we, the, May the 4th be with you? Well, that's May 4th, but. <laughs> <laughs> May 2-4th be with you? That's what we always call 24 packs. We just say 2-4. We don't say 24. So you, you always say two four, yeah. Like say if you're gonna get a twenty four pack of beer, you say I'll go get a two four. But what about twenty five? Do you say twenty five or do you say two five? You say twenty five. What kind of retarded shit is that? <laughs> like why? 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 I don't know. That's just how it was. But I don't know if they do it out west here, but back back east, that's what we. That's but what we why did. twenty? Why twenty four? I don't know. <laughs> it's just how it always was when I grew up. It's like uh, when I was like teenager and stuff and you would drink, it was like, yeah, we'll go town and get a two four. Hmm. Sometimes you guys just do shit because you can. And I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> Goddamn. Like having Thanksgiving in October. Like, what's wrong? <laughs> what do you think you are? Because you, you, you can, you will. <laughs> That's our motto. That's our motto up here. Because <laughs> we can, we will. <laughs> That's ridiculous. A two four. It sounds like a twofer. It, it sounds like two like like two for one. It sounds like yeah. a twofer. Yeah. Two four. Maybe May two four. May two four. That's disgusting. 
Come on. <laughs> you just sound illiterate now. Like that. <laughs> you just sound illiterate. <laughs> you fucking idiot. <laughs> <sighs> All right, so back to Chewy. Uh, Chewy in the hockey stick. He's uh, going around playing some hockey. He swings up on his, on his backswing here and hits the freaking light. Breaks up. the light. <laughs> Yeah, and he decides just to rake the glass with the hockey <laughs> yeah. stick. He's like, oh, shit, just yeah, raking it aside. Yeah. <laughs> and he, he picks up a piece. Then, he, of course, he backs into Jason, who is there. And he's like, oh, shit. Uh, and he, he holds up the hockey stick. He's like, uh, are you looking for this? It completes your outfit. Yeah. Yeah. Finally, and, somebody said it. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, of course, Jason is not, you know, doesn't want that. Back grabs tree. Throws him into the tool rack there. Chewie grabs a, a um, screwdriver, tries to hit Jason. Jason grabs it, forces it back on Chewie slowly through his throat. Yeah. Which I was like, that's a that's a brutal kill. Yeah, pretty gnarly. Yeah, because how slow it is. If you did it fast, it wouldn't have as much impact. But because you're doing it slow, it yeah. Oof. Yeah, and Chewie's just sitting there slowly spitting out blood. It's pretty gnarly. Yep. And that's it for Chewie. He falls down, died. That's it. No more Chewie. Yeah, and then Jason walks up to the house, and we get a nice little outside view of the sex scene. And Jason <laughs> still going on. <laughs> still still going. Again, full wide shots of her bouncing on Trent. Love it. Trent's, or Jason's like, God damn. <laughs> yeah, he walks up to the window looks in there. like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> fuck <laughs> yeah yeah then we cut back uh inside with them and, and things are things are speeding up things are getting aggressive out there uh yeah we even see jason over her shoulder still watching he's watched this for a significant amount of time <laughs> yeah i mean he, he, even he was impressed he had to stop and just be like you know i'm gonna kill them both later but respect <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah like he, he sees the finale of the sex scene he uh he watches the the full ejaculation and that's that. <laughs> well, actually, uh, Whitney runs up too. I don't think that I see. That's where I think the rated R cut separates from the uncut version because I don't think we see that in the rated R version. Uh. No, confirmed. I you don't. It's just uh. Jason walks up by himself and he he's just looking in the window and we literally look over Bree's shoulder and he's just standing there watching as the the, the climax happens. Oh, yeah, because in the, the killer cut, because there's a scene where Whitney grabs the the GPS, the broken GPS out of the book bag. She sees that Clay is looking for her because she the posters and she breaks open the GPS and takes a wire up, picks the lock, runs off like she escapes. And like she runs up to the cabin and she runs to the window and Trent and Bree are still uh, fucking. And then she's about to bang on the window. Jason grabs her. Yeah, yeah. No, that's that's definitely what I remember. Uh, yeah. I'm actually I'm like skipping through really fast. I'm trying to find where Whitney is. The next time we see Whitney, I it is nowhere. No, that like her breaking out never happens. Oh wow. Huh. Yeah. So I guess that's this one significant difference. Yeah. She it the next time we see her is when Clay shows up and finds her. Oh. Wow. Weird. Okay. Weird. So that doesn't yeah. happen then. So yeah, okay then. Um, but that's one version uh, where Whitney runs up and then Jason captures her before she can bang on the window. And then yeah, uh, yeah Trent and uh, Bree they finish. They they keep telling each other how close they are. 
Trent's yeah. like, I got eight seconds and I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even, I don't think he makes it eight seconds. I think he gives, makes another like four. Yep. And uh, they, that happens and yeah, they, they finish and he's like, wow, that was, and Bree's like, stupendous. He's like, to say the least. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and then they get dressed very quickly because in the next scene, they're, they come out and uh, Trent sees, Clay again. He's like, "What the fuck are you doing in my house? Get the fuck out of here!" Yeah, and, yeah. And Lawrence, uh, he needs to go help Chewie, so he he grabs like a freaking giant frying pan for his shield and a walk. Yeah, yeah, a walk. And then a um, I don't know what does he have like a fire poker or something? Fire poker. Yeah. And they're like, "Man, don't go out there." And he's like, "I told you, fools, you can't get a handle on me. Surprise you every time." Well, not this time. No, he doesn't grab you, so I suppose you're right on that, but he's going to yeah. get your ass. <laughs> yeah, so he he makes his way down there, and uh, he goes into the woodshed, or woodshed, workshed, and he uh, basically he finds Chewie, because Chewie falls down from the ceiling. I don't, oh yeah, yeah, it's while he's looking, he's looking in the freezer, and we yeah. assume he's going to find him there, but he doesn't, it's just regular meat. Yeah. And then, yeah, Chewie falls from the ceiling and hits him. And then uh, Lawrence sees Jason, takes off running in the shed. Uh, Jason tries to grab him. Lawrence goes underneath this, like, bench, stabs Jason in the leg with something. And uh, yeah. Lawrence takes off running. Jason goes chasing after him. And uh, Lawrence is, you know, racing back to the house. Jason grabs this uh, hatchet. And throws it, hits Lawrence in the back, and Lawrence falls. Yeah, it's not even like a, it's like a full-size axe that he launches, man. Like, it is <laughs> double, impressive. Double-headed axe. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he uh, he launches it and hits him right in the back. Yeah, then he, it's funny because he never finishes him off. He just lets him sit there and scream and uses him as a decoy to, to get people to come out there. Yeah, yeah, because they're like, we got to go help him. He's like, no, he's using your friend as bait. And yeah. Trent's like, you don't know that. Well, he's out there screaming. <laughs> so, what do you think? Yeah. Like something happened to him. Um, yeah. But then Jason does go over to Lawrence and turns him around and throws him on the ground. The ax pierces through the front. Yeah. And that's the end of that sucker. Yeah. We'll see him fella. later in the hot tub. But, yeah. Yeah. Uh, poor Lawrence, man. And uh, he's just trying to be a good friend and he dies because of it. Yeah. Fucked up. Didn't even get to enjoy that winter catalog. Yeah, god damn it. <laughs> got screwed all around. Trent's the only one that gets laid in this movie. What I would have thought. Fuck. In other words, start being a douchebag and you'll get laid. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. I mean, girls want bad guys. Why do good girls like bad guys? Remember that trend? Yeah. That shit was annoying. That's a genuine discussion, though, because they do for some reason. <laughs> if they're not looking for a relationship... <laughs> yeah i think i i think there's something that can be um something can be a fantasy for people to be like i don't want to say abused but like you know uh, take not taken advantage of either what's the word i'm looking for uh i don't know overpowered dominated and, uh, yeah yeah and i think guys like that are you know for that reason can be attractive to somebody um uh, mm. So, yeah, although, I mean, it's not like Trent was doing any dominating uh, from what we saw. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, but yeah, uh, so for some reason, Bree goes up like to the bathroom, realizes a window is cracked open up there. Uh, but I don't still it doesn't really mean much. Uh, I don't know what she's thinking there that he snuck in through the window. I don't know. I yeah, so. there was a scene of Trent looking out the window and Jason's on the roof. He's yeah, which is dope. Yeah, he looks great. And then he goes, in. I guess he like he walks off. So I guess he went inside the, the cabin from there. Yeah, uh, stuck through the bathroom window, I guess. Yeah, and Bree is in there, and she uh, she moves the shower curtain and something, and then Jason's behind her, and he grabs her, and like there's a great shot of Jason in this scene where he looks down, but you can like see his eye, like you yeah. looks so fucking good in that that shot right there. Yeah, he's like holding her up, and yeah, he's he's look he's looking right into the camera. Yeah, he looks awesome <laughs> he looks really good like he he looks evil in that in that shot um and then he, he picks brie up and put kills her because he drives her onto like this uh antlers or something yeah which i get what are those what are those towel holders what are the is that purely decorative who puts a fucking antlers inside of a bathroom <laughs> i don't know keep, keep him with the keeping with the cabin rustic look i get it okay yeah uh, um, so she's dead. Yeah, it's right about this time that the police show up. A, a squad car pulls up. Yeah. And you got um, yeah, a couple bimbos. <laughs> what is it? Just uh, it's just Breck again. Yeah, yeah. And this is where you hear the second key, 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 ma, 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 right here when the cop car pulls out and there's a shot where the camera just glides along the trees. Um, oh yeah, you hear it there. That's it. Um, uh, so the cop, yeah, he gets out. Jason sees him from upstairs, like looks out the window. Yep. Um, the cop comes up, bangs on the door. He's like, hey, police. And Clay and Jenna run to the door. But then Jason jumps down, grabs the cop, turns around and puts a fire poker through his eye, uh, through the back of his head, through the door. Yeah. I I love, like, my favorite part of the shot is that we start on the outside and it moves to the inside, to the other side of the door, and you see the fire poker all the way through. Yeah. And there's, like, a bunch of blood and guts on the other side, like his eyeball on the other side. Um, That's a really cool shot. I don't know how they did that practically. Uh, like, I don't know how they pulled that off because, I yeah, they must there must be a transition. We had two different shots split together, mm. and the cut happens between the doors. And then they're just rotoscoping out one shot to the other, but it's really cool. I, I like that shot a lot. Yeah, it does look really good. One thing I forgot to say about this movie, um, you can kind of tell. I, I don't know if it's a Marcus Nispal thing or just that's a Michael Bay production, but a lot of lens flare in this movie. Yeah, it's yeah, <laughs> a lot of it. Yeah, who's the? Let me see who the DP is. Um, well, yeah, that happens in a lot of Michael Bay films, and that was just kind of yep. a two thousand. Yeah, thing. it's a two thousand thing because it's everywhere in Transformers. Yeah, I never really got the point of lens flare. Like, oh, they think it looks cool, but it can and... be used in a stylistic way. Like, I think J.J. Abrams does it really well. Mm. But, uh, dude, the cinematographer is Daniel Pearl, which I didn't know that because Daniel Pearl is the original DP for the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, like the original and the remake. Oh yeah. Huh. Well, he does a lot of music videos. Like he did, he does. Uh, I think he's done a handful of Nicki Minaj music videos. Uh, Calvin Harris, Ed Sharon, like. So he, he's 
big music video guy, which would explain his interest in lens flares. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, that makes huh, sense. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, there's a point where Trent runs and gets a gun. Uh, yeah. He, he has a handgun. There they. Um, I forget where we go after. Well, after the 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 cop death happens, they all um, decide to run outside. <laughs> they right. well, they find Jenna's body, or not Jenna. They find Bree's Bree, body. Yeah, Trent finds Bree's body after Trent shot a few times. He he, they like um, he shoots the closet because he sees pants and shoes, and then he shoots the bathroom door. And uh, I feel like he might think that he killed Bree. Yeah, I think I think that's what it's supposed to be. He opens yeah. the door and he looks and he's like, Bree's dead. He killed Bree. Yeah. It's like, fuck, it was not me. I swear. <laughs> Oopsie. Whoopsie. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then they all run outside and uh, Clay knows his keys are gone. Trent hops in the cop car and he's like, Jenna, fuck this guy. Let's get out of here. And then Bree's body comes crashing down on the car and Trent lets out that scream. Yeah. Hold hilarious i yeah. love it <laughs> very girly scream yeah. and they all just scatter <laughs> like clay and jenna run one way trent runs the other way and uh trent ends up running into uh like some water yeah crick yeah a little crick there loses the gun starts yelling at the gun it's like where the fuck are you gun expecting the gun yeah. to be like i'm over here <laughs> right here partner and yeah. um Eventually, Trent's like, fuck it. And he just takes off running. Yeah. He makes it to the road and they, uh, he manages to stop a truck, a uh, type of tow truck. And yeah. Yeah. The truck, I don't know why Trent's being so mysterious about this. Like, he, the, the dude waves him in very creepy. He's like, oh, come on now. Come on, little boy. Get in here. Come on. You, boy, you got a pretty mouth. And, um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And he like, he's like waving him in. And Trent's being very, uh, leery. Cautious. Yeah. He's yeah. Like, uh... Yeah, and of course, the delay that he has uh, leads to Jason catching up to him, and Jason stabs a machete through him and grabs the blade, so he has a hand on both ends of the machete. Yeah, because the machete's upside down, so the blade is facing up. He starts, like, sawing him. Yeah, and it's only in the unrated cut you get a really good look at it. In the rated R version, it's very quick, and he just quickly gets thrown under the truck, and that's it. But Yeah, in the unrated cut, you see him, like, sawing the machete up through him in blood and bits falling and yeah. And then, um, and then, yeah, then he lifts him up and he spikes him onto the back of this tow truck and the tow truck eventually starts and takes off. Yeah. He starts driving away and Jason just stands there and looks. Yeah. He stands there watching Trent's body go away on this truck. It's pretty awesome. Actually. Yeah. (laughs) That's a pretty great shot. I heard people saying like they didn't like Trent's death. Like the asshole should have got a better death. I think that's a pretty good, Death. I think yeah, I think in the unrated cut it's certainly good. The, I yeah. get if you watched it in theaters, you probably would have found it a little underwhelming, but mm. no, it's pretty brutal in the the unrated cut. Yep. Um but yeah, from there we're back to to Clay and uh Jenna and they make it back to that cabin. The cabin we saw at the beginning of the movie and they start to they hear Whitney, Whitney's screaming for help. And they finally realize that they were underneath the whole time. And they find a door down to the tunnels. Yep. And they're walking along. And there's a wheelchair up on the wall. Uh, yeah. Mark. Mark, you're here. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they walk and they find Whitney. 
and Clay's like, Whitney, Whitney. And he runs over and um, she's all changed. Like, you break it. And so Clay starts swinging his fucking uh, hammer, this pick hammer or whatever the hell it's called. And uh, Jason eventually eventually gets there because they left the trap door open. So Jason's like, huh, well, I guess they're down there. Yeah, weird. (laughs) And uh, he starts running. Jenna runs out. She's like, he's here. He's coming. Come on. And uh, Clay finally breaks the lock. Uh, So the three of them take off and they're going through the tunnels. Jason gets there, sees that Whitney's free, pulls out the machete. Now he's like pissed. Um, And then he takes off running. It's so badass. Yep. And anytime uh, he runs, I, I I know some people hate it, but I love Jason running, especially in dude, the remake. It's so scary. Yeah, he looks fucking badass running in the remake. And in part four, when he's when Ted White Jason is chasing Trish, yeah, scary, scary, it's scary yeah. man. Um, it, when you have a behemoth hulking monster already coming after you, like he is in the remake, mm-hmm. and then he can run faster than you too. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What the? That's you know what? Just kill me. <laughs> just kill me. <laughs> yeah. What are you gonna do? Um, um, yeah. They they're running through the tunnels. They can't find a way out. Um, eventually, Clay finds this little hole in the wall, and like we can get through here. And uh, Whitney goes. Clay goes, and then Jenna's pulling through, and Jason stabs the machete through her, killing her. Yeah, right through and her chest. I remember seeing this when I saw this in theaters. This actually got me. Like I was genuinely, genuinely surprised when she died. Yeah, she has way more of a final girl feel to her than Whitney does, just because Whitney has been so absent in this movie. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, you're kind of pushing the whole Jenna Clay thing the whole time, and then all of a sudden she's just gone and no longer the final girl. And it's like, oh, especially because Daniel Panabaker. It's already kind of known, like if you knew her from Disney movies and whatnot. So yeah, yeah seeing her just kind of go. I don't know. It's effective at the end of the day, but it is kind of disappointing at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was kind of hoping almost she would live and Whitney would die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> against I know. Whitney, but. You know, I think that just kind of happens. Uh, it just kind of happens naturally because of us following her so long that you're kind of, you're more invested in Jenna than you are in Whitney. And yeah. Jenna is probably like the only half-ass established character in the, out of the new the group, these people. Yeah. yeah, so it's like, uh, hmm. yeah. Okay. Hey, she went on to do the Flash, so yeah, that's fine, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, she dies, and then Clay and Whitney now are running away, and they get to uh, they get to the school bus because apparently there was a bus that went off the road some years ago and landed perfectly on a, uh, one of the trap doors, one of the entrances to the, uh, the mine. Yeah. Or, I mean, potentially Jason moved it there. I don't know. I mean, maybe, maybe he created one, but, um, so yeah, they, they get in there, they get in the bus, they, the bus is on side. So they have to climb up out of the doors. Clay is up first trying to help Whitney, but Jason's already there. And uh, he kind of beats the hell out of Clay. And yeah. uh, then he jumps down. Whitney hides. She jumps on one of the seats. She's just sitting there. And uh, Jason walks by. He's looking. He looks up at her and she's like, fuck you. And she kicks him. Jason falls down the hole. And uh, she's scrambling away. Jason's grabbing her. She kicks him. She gets free. Clay's up. They escape. And you get that cool shot of Jason looking. And they just, he, like, he hops down the hole. Yeah. 
that look that's creepy yeah i agree yeah that was i like that that was good um so they clay and jenna run off or clay and whitney god damn it they run off they get to the barn that we saw earlier yeah donnie's barn yeah it's piss pouring rain now yeah um they get in there and like clay tells whitney to hide clay's looking around he finds a sickle and uh Jason busts through a window and grabs him. And they have uh, a fight between Clay and Jason again. And this is going to be one of the only times where you see Jason go against someone that's kind of the same height, same, you know, almost same build as him. Yeah. Like, in, in a, if this, if Derek didn't have padding on him, like he's got some prosthetics to make his chest and whatnot bigger. Yeah. Um, they are about the same size in, in real life. Yeah. Uh, Jer- Derek's just a little bit taller than Jared, but that's yeah. about it. They had the same, a very similar build. And uh, so they're going back and forth. And there's a part where Clay picks Jason up and like slams him into the wall. And, um, but of course, Jason, you know, he does win and uh, he tries, he, he turns on the wood chipper and he knocks Clay to the ground. He picks him up. He's trying to force Clay's face, <laughs> his head into the wood chipper. And uh, Whitney comes out. She's holding the locket and she's like, Jason. And she's holding it. Jason throws Clay to the ground. And uh, it's very much, again, like, yeah, part two, like Jenny distracting Jason, like tricking him. Yeah. And she holds open the locket and she's like, it's okay, Jason. It's okay. Like, you can stop now. And Jason, like, starts to walk toward Clay, grabbed a bear trap or like a a smaller bear trap of some sort. Yeah. Hits Jason in the back with it, wraps a chain around his neck, and uh, Je- Whitney throws the chain because Jason turned around and grabbed Clay again. Whitney grabs the chain, throws it into the wood chipper. Yeah, well, after after Clay already like threw it over one of the the beams. Yeah, he threw it over the support beam in the ceiling, and um, so Jason is gets hung now, and he's sitting there like grabbing the chain, strangling because he can't breathe, and Whitney or. Yeah, Whitney and Clay are just kind of watching him <laughs> sit there and, like, get hung. Yeah. But then the beam breaks, and Jason <laughs> it breaks, and Jason's, like, bur- bust up from underneath of it, holding a pl- piece of wood. Yeah, dude, he's so – you could sense just how pissed off he is. Like, he burst up. He's got part of the beam in his hand, yep. and he is so mad. He, like, slaps the shit out of Clay with one. <laughs> yeah. And right when he starts to reach out and grab Whitney – um he starts to get sucked back into the wood chipper. He does grab the, or at least get the, the hand of the neck. Yeah. On the locket. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, he's being pulled back and he can't like, he can't fight against it because his steel chain pulling him in. And he, he gets to the fucking wood chipper and he's trying to stop himself. And you can see it like clipping at the mask. Yeah. Cause the white starts to show up on the mask. And then Whitney's like, Jason, he turns around. She has the machine. She's like, say hi to mommy. And she stabs it right through his chest, buries it in his fucking chest yeah, in she's hell. Strong. She's strong. Yeah. And uh, and then Jason kind of falls back and you see the back of his head getting ripped apart by the, the whichever. It doesn't rip the strap of the mask, which makes no sense. Um, but yeah, yeah. It, it cuts <laughs> up his head. And, and then we get these uh shots of kind of like halloween 1978 actually and we, we get a shot of like every location like it yeah. shows the cabin it shows the dog it shows the 
with Shen. It shows the the mines, and uh, and then we see Clay. Whitney. I don't. I don't think that's in the rated cut. What the huh. fuck? Huh. What? I like those. Yeah. Um, and then we get Clay and Whitney are at the dock sitting there. They have Jason's body and Clay like kicks Jason's body into the, into the lake, uh, throws the hockey mask in. It sinks like a stone. Um, and Whitney has the locket and she throws the locket in the water and we see the, the hockey mask. Good shot of the hockey mask laying there underwater. Yeah. And, um, She's just sitting there and Clay goes over to comfort her and Jason busts up through the dock, grabs her. She screams and cut to credits. And that's Friday 13, 2009. Yeah. He has a hockey mask back on already. Like he went yeah. and grabbed that bitch before he came up. Yeah. I hate that little tacked on little ending right there. Yeah. It's like a reference to the first and it leaves it open-ended for a sequel. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I get it, but it is just, it's so cliche in the genre at this point. <laughs> yeah, it, it didn't help at all. And it was so like, ah, it's just weak. It's like, yeah, you tried to have a chair jumper and you didn't even put in half the effort the original did with it. But yeah, yeah exactly. And then when he does burst out, you actually see like the back of his head some and it's not cut up at yeah. all. Not a single tiny scratch on the back of his head. Yep. So again, didn't even try. <laughs> yeah, it's like we gotta have that because it's Friday Thirteen. Unless it's a dream sequence, like the <gasps> original. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I don't know. It could be. It they they could have been going that route where it is a dream sequence. Yeah, I don't know. We'll never know. Um, it's not not one of the worst remakes, but man, its characters are trash. Yeah, so I think F thirteen, like. I think F-13 gets away with a lot more than what a Halloween can because it's always been this. It's always been cheesy, poorly written characters and just kind of like having Jason be a badass. Yeah. Um, so it gets away with more than what Halloween can because Halloween wasn't that. Halloween started off with a masterpiece. F-13's never had that masterpiece. Like, yeah, part four and six, we could talk about how great they are, but it's it's not something where you're, like, you're going to start studying those movies in film school like you would a Halloween. Uh, yeah. I don't think, yeah. And I don't think it ever will. Cause I just don't think the series, uh, like, I don't think it, it can breed that kind of movie. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like the idea of a campy slasher movie, it genuinely spawns from Friday the 13th. That entire campy slasher is from Friday the 13th. It's not from Halloween. It's <laughs> no. not even, no. So like, yeah, if you when you think of '80s cheesy summer camp horror movies, it's because Friday the 13th exists, and so it, yeah, it just gets away with a lot more than Halloween can. So I always like Halloween Kills sucks to me because I think it was trying too hard to be what Friday the 13th is, like just mindless bloodbath, no story, no characters. Yeah, and I don't even want that from F13. I would prefer if if they actually did try to have characters that are likable, and that's why the best F13s in the franchise have likable characters like Tommy Jarvis in four and six. So yeah. Four, yeah. Part four, you actually care about like, those are good characters in that one. Yeah. Like, 
you could watch a movie with that with them without Jason just to see what happens. Yeah, I yeah. think there's just a I think there's just enough in this movie where I, I can sit down and still enjoy it. Where like I mean, Jared Padalecki alone makes it worth it to me. I love I love him, so I naturally like Clay. Yeah, Derek um, Mears is Jason. Yeah, He's phenomenal. Yeah, they went back to the you know campy woods, which we haven't seen at, at this point in what felt like a long time. Um, so that was nice and. I think Daniel Panabaker for the same reason you naturally like her because you already know her. Yeah. Um, but beyond that, I mean, every character is just a stupid stereotype in the worst way possible. And yeah, the excessiveness with the, the sex is crazy. Like it's, it's a yeah, lot. Yeah. <laughs> listen, as a straight male, uh, as much as I'd love to say, I could sit here all day and, and look at Bree's breast. Uh, it, it's a little too much. <laughs> like, I don't need to be getting off in the theater. Okay. All right. You just take it easy. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's a lot. I don't know. I don't know why they went so excessive with that. Like, yeah, there, there's boobs in F13, but I mean, God, um, damn. They, were, they were trying to be bigger and better over the top. And yeah. uh, they should have went over the top elsewhere. They should have probably went even crazier with the kills and yeah. cut back on the breast assist a little bit. A little bit. I mean, hell, one of the best Friday 13s in the entire franchise doesn't even have boobs in it. That's part six. Yeah. yeah. I, and the thing is, there's only I know some of the kills are cool, but they're not over the top. Cool. They're not Friday. They're not. They're cool, but they're not Friday the 13th. Cool. Like, yeah, you, you need to go out because like the axe throw is cool and the the throat stab, the screwdriver is cool. Um, the machete swing at the beginning is cool. Like they're just but they're so quick. I, yeah. I, if you could just really up the brutality and uh, kind of similar to Trent's death and the unrated version, just really yeah. up the brutality with it and just let Jason be a fucking monster. I think that would be more fun. Yeah. Yeah, I think it would be too. Um, Trent's death and the unrated kind of in the sleeping bag kill, I think are the yeah. two best in the movie because they're yeah. so brutal for different reasons. They're brutal. And yeah, I think, I think if you really want to do Trent, right. And especially because if you're trying to make like a, a, I don't know, some sort of message about cheating, you should have had him get like stabbed in the nuts. <laughs> yeah. Like he, he starts off by getting stabbed in the nuts and then he grabs the machete and rips all the way up his body. Yeah. You see his that like would balls be... just drop to the ground. Yeah, yeah. You see t- two testicles hit the fucking concrete. Yeah. That would see that's fucked up. <laughs> like yeah. That that's like the the route you need to go, I think, with an F thirteen movie. Um I, I think most people can buy into the campiness. I don't think it's I, I think if you're a true Friday fan, I don't know why you'd expect anything different. Like Yeah. Are you expecting something perfect? Yeah. Like, listen, I always think you should try to make the best movie possible. Like always pretend you're going for an Oscar, I suppose. But F13, what we enjoy about it is the campiness. Like, yeah, since since the first movie, it's the campiness about it. And it's just. Yeah, it's a cult classic for that reason. But I don't get how people go into these new movies and are expecting because we asked for it. You know, we like, oh, I just want it to feel like Friday the 13th again. And then we get it. It feels like Friday the 13th. And then we bitch about it. Yeah, yeah. What, what do we want? I want Halloween to feel like Halloween again. That's what I want from that movie. And so when Halloween Kills doesn't feel like Halloween, it's like, oh, I didn't get what I wanted. I got so like 
I don't know. You got to be different while still being accurate to the movie years, the movies you're paying homage to or, or c- continuing. Yeah, don't don't uh, stray too far out of your lane or what the movie yeah. is. Yeah. I mean, I guess we are lucky that out of the big three, uh, you know, Jason at least got a decent remake and didn't turn out like Nightmare on Elm Street or Halloween. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> thank God. And if, yeah, thank God. Like, yeah, F thirteen stayed in its lane. Texting some maskers stayed in its lane. They knew what they were supposed to be, and that's why they're still enjoyable. Yeah, uh, you certainly could have. You could have definitely uh, written some better characters. I think. Yeah. Uh, wrote wrote some better written written wrote wrote some wrote, wrote. some better characters. <laughs> You done written it. You done. You, <laughs> yeah. you could have went out there and done written some better characters. <laughs> All right, but uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, it's yeah. The movie doesn't have any like. There's no Shelley, like you know, someone like that. There's no core. There's no. Tommy well, I think I things. think that is like what Chewie is. I think, and then Clay is like your Tommy, you know. But we just don't get enough establishment, especially because this movie's runtime is only ninety minutes. Like. Yeah, because you spend almost a half an hour on the pre-title sequence. Yeah, that's the thing. So, you, yeah, if you think about it, you only get sixty minutes with your main characters. You can only do so much. You can only establish yeah. them so much, and there's quite a few of them. I mean, there's five unique characters, or more than that. There's fuck seven unique characters, right? I think that's right. Yeah. yeah. So, how the fuck are you supposed to get them all established in that time frame and to the point where they're actually likable? It's a lot. So. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But at the same time, you also don't want a two-hour F-13 movie. I think 90 minutes is a good runtime. But maybe we just need to cut down the opening scene some and get onto our main characters quicker. Yeah, probably. You probably cut the whole opening scene with Mrs. Voorhees getting her head cut off because, I mean, you, you just retell the story anyway. Yeah, just have it just have it established in the campfire. Yeah, there you yeah. go. I, I think that's enough, honestly. Like, we know. Yeah, like fans, we all know, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So, um, uh, it's still a fun time, and because it's so short, it's hard to bitch about it. Yeah, that's true. And Jason's good. Like the one of the most important things to have Jason right, and they they do Jason perfectly. So, yeah. I mean, you got that, so you can't. Yeah, and I'm yeah. into I'm into Hunter Scavenger Jason. So. Yeah, I like it. I know there's people like. Oh, I don't like that he turned on the lights when looking. Like, why? Like, he's a hunter. He's smart. He's uh, he lives on the land. Like, I I think yeah. that's genius. I like all the things they added to Jason in this. Like, it all made sense. Yeah, I don't know where the fuck the tunnels came from, but yeah, I'm not sure why cool there's concept. an old mine under Crystal Link. I don't know what they're. What would they be mining? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know either. I don't know. But yeah, it's 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 a fucking cool way to explain how he gets around. So yeah, yeah. Well, uh, well, I suppose that's uh, Friday the thirteenth, two thousand nine. Um, but that'll wrap up this episode of Rabbit and Red. If you haven't already left a review, please do, and follow us over on Twitter at Rabbit and Red Pod, so you could uh, leave your suggestions for future episodes. Yeah, which uh, a lot of people have left a lot of suggestions under that post we made the other day. So. We got, a, we got a lot there to go through. That's good. Thank so thank you for all those. Yeah, thanks for recommending the most dog shit movies you could think of. I <laughs> really appreciate that. 
Yeah. Fucking Dr. Giggles and shit. What's wrong with you people? <laughs> yeah, so it's in uh, Candyman 3. So Yeah, like, come on now. Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, yeah. Hey, you guys want to suffer? Here you go. Yeah, thanks for that. God nah. damn it. <laughs> um, but yeah, anything else? Uh, go watch Vengeance 2 free on YouTube. Just want to say that again. Yeah, go watch The Superior of the Fall of Camp Blood. Just kidding. <laughs> it's good too. And, uh, definitely definitely go check out vengeance 2 uh, drop a like on her so help that algorithm get going get that thing up yeah on the views list uh other than that we'll see you next time yeah remember that until next week uh that every podcast or every podcast is entitled to one good host <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> everyone's entitled to one good podcast bye bye don't you blame the movies! Movies don't create psychos! Movies make psychos for creating! Look at me, Damien! It's all for you! The blackest eyes. The devil's eyes. Look what you did to him! Death has come to your little town, Sheriff. <laughs>